When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Robot building supplies helping you get the right products for the job at a better price. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Uh, just magnificent to be here this Tuesday afternoon, the uh, 18th day of November. That's no, not November, it's October. That's right. I've written down November. <laughs> 18th day of October, lovely to be here. Uh, thank you to the uh, pipe who just did a superb job. Three David Gowers no, no, of best. just Radio Delight. I'm he's a fine guy. Is Midnight Mad? Does Midnight Madness continue to roll on with the same? I'm all it does. No, no, I know it goes on, but does it have the same punch and zest? Oh yes, it does. Uh, this time of the year, when a football season is in a slight hiatus. Oh, when I'm driving in, and it, um, the, the the regulars are regular. Out of 100, 100 being like red zone <laughs> and at the outer edge of the red zone, yes, and zero being absolutely <laughs> ice cold, no chance. Yes. How surprised would you be right now mm. if Ross Lyon does not get the St Kilda job? I'd be astounded. Now, what number? Give me a rating. Oh, five. Well, that means he's very unlikely to get it if you listen to my ratings. Oh, the other yeah, way, the 95. Other, 95? 95. Lock it in. Start. Just start the process. Size right up now. the polo. Here's the thing. I haven't heard a lot about the process. Normally, even without, even when teams have made a decision, they'll go through the semantics of – of bringing people in. <laughs> Have they even spoken to anyone else? Not that I'm aware of. Are we aware? Is anyone aware of, mm. like, even if you've got a little sort of, you know, mm. you know someone on the side who knows someone, have St Kilda spoken mm. to anyone else? Well, there was a... one three hundred seven three six seven three six or 0433981116. Break the news right mm. now. Well, yeah. If you have heard mm. that they have spoken to anyone else... Mm. Please let us know who it is. Well, off the uh, the beautiful temper text machine, magnificent people. Yesterday, Superb. there was a couple of people that said, "Take it to the bank, lock it in. Bucks will be the next coach." Oh, I swear to God, it was what. And they said it with such conviction that I thought, "Was no. that the word you were going with?" It. Can well, you I was, hear me? I, I wanted even to go a bit stronger than conviction. I don't know if there is a, a stronger conviction. Certainty. It was like there was a veracity. For which they were saying it. I don't no, think they had the right capital word. letters on. Right. But it was uh, clearly they thought that that was going to happen. Now, that, sometimes we get some people just trying to throw in a little head fake to see if we'd bite. Yeah, that's right. When when things are running, mm. they like to chuck it in and go, hang on, whoa, 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 hold the phone. Mm. It's not this bloke. We've just been... I, and then they are the ones who can say, I sent that message through to, mm. to, to Gates. Correct. And, and, and they read it out and I got him. And they have a bit I of a him. chuckle about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm easy to get like that, but in how this... do you reckon St Kilda supporters are feeling about? Have you got it? Because you got a good sense, you got a good sniff for who's there would be the one. I, no. I guess they'd be no, talking. no, no. If it's to be Ross, if it is to oh, be, if Ross it is going to be yeah. Ross, how, how, you, what's your radar telling oh, you? I, I reckon think they're I reckon, up for it. I think that there would be a 
I think he would polarise a little bit on the basis there would be some Saints fans that cast their mind back to when he said ta Yeah. And that wasn't a, a an amicable exit, I no, think. No, it was according not. According by some of the Saints fans. I think they were very disappointed that he abandoned them. Well, there is, there's always two sides to a story. And the other side to that story was that mm. uh, St Kilda may have been uh, lowballing him to a degree from a financial perspective. Mm. Uh, and that you know Ross might have been, but Ross could have been playing. You know, well, is it the peak of his powers? Well, back he was, then, no wasn't question, he? no question about that. Uh, and that, and and that's what I know. I've heard a few St Kilda, a few St Kilda people say, mm. who once upon a time were na- under no circumstance could this bloke come back after what he did to yep. us. Now they're starting to go. Oh well, if we had paid him enough, he would never have left. Mm. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of that. You know when you, you yeah, s- because this is what we do, isn't it? You sort of barrack for whoever it is. It's very rare that someone comes into your footy club or basketball club mm-hmm. or whoever, it is, whatever sporting team it is that you are most passionately connected to yes. and committed to. It's very rare that someone comes in and you do not decide to throw, you know, most of your support, if not all of it, in behind it's, I think that some, decision. You're right. You do throw your support behind them. What choice? But have you I'll got? be honest. I'll be honest because it, it was a different set of circumstances. But when Clarko got the Kai, but I was not a, a fan. No, you took you a long time to come around. Uh, now, I was never anti uh, anyone. I was never anti whoever mm. they're going to put, put in, in place. You're just pro-Clarko. I was just pro, that's right. Mm. So, I th- and it does, I think it does take a little while to, just to warm to it, but as soon as they put someone in there, there's something about your loyalty to your oh, football team. it took team. you a while. No, but no, not, not in a, a nasty way. No, not that you were wishing ill upon Sam Mitchell and the no, Hawthorne footy not club. at all. No, but you were oh, just... I was 100% supportive. There was a bit of I told you so. We wouldn't be here if it was, if we still had Alistair and all that sort no, of stuff. No, I'd never there ran with bit. any of that. Uh, there was a little bit of that. There was Let's not one... Let's be honest. There was not even a little bit of that. Just be a little bit honest. Well, it gets to your point, though, Andy, <laughs> yes. is that once the decision is made, no, you, right. you do fall in line. You and, of, you, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you're defending the decision and you're happy to go with it and you, you throw your weight behind it. Give us a little snapshot, St Kilda supporters. You've had a fair chance to think about this and as every half day rolls past and, you know, we saw last oh, night he had the big four-hour session with Andrew Bassett at his place and, you know, that's a that's a pretty it's a pretty compelling lead, I would have thought. How are you feeling about it? Are you are you Is well, the red carpet back out? Are you prepared to open yourself to the concept mm-hmm. if there was some ill will towards the way Ross left mm. last time. Have, have, you, have you put that to one side? I'd love to hear from some, some, from some St Kilda supporters well, a lot about of, this. A lot of St Kilda people, when this, was, when this first dropped, everyone was like, well, Bevo's the man. Luke Beveridge well, was going to be the man. Uh, now, I, 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 that has sort of faded a little well, bit. Well, Steve I, wants to have a chat about that oh, very hello. subject. Steve's in Seaford. I, I did reckon, not see that. I apologise for uh, bringing no, that to lo- the table it, before Steve mentioned it. It's a lovely natural segue. Mm. Good afternoon to you, Steve. Yeah, g'day, boys. That, that's the rumour amongst my group that uh, the Saints did speak to Bobo and offered him five years. Is that right? How, well, how, hard how, to, wait on. You'd how, have to be. It have to be something substantial to wrestle him out of his current situation. Well, I've got to let him go too. How? Um, oh, that's how, if someone. If the cocker says well, it's time to go, I don't know. When well, was the just, last they've just time? just embarked on a fairly uh, radical, not radical, but committed you know, sort of trade period where they've moved an All-Australian out and they've brought a bloke in from, you know, they, they, they're building. Yes, but when was the last time? St- can I just start one question to yes. Steve before we let him go? Okay. Steve, how how uh, connected is your group of mates? Are, they, are there anyone, is there anyone in there who 
you know, has got a particularly good track record of getting this stuff right? Yeah, look, I've, I've played junior footy with Bevo. Um, hmm. There's a few that, that work in footy clubs. That, that, that's the rumour. Uh, one's a recruiting manager. Oh, blind. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that could very well happen, I reckon. All right. Well, that's uh, well, thank coming you. off here before. I've now that I'm going through the SMS uh, for forty weeks in temper. The temper machine. There are others that have confirmed that we've actually said it before it even the caller that Steve called in that the five year deal was offered, and then uh, then you go to take it to the bank, fellas. This Friday to be announced that, uh, that Ross Lyon will be signing a four year well, deal. Well, that is quite interesting that that text message says. This Friday will be announced. This Friday. Well, because somebody was telling me earlier today that it'll be the the final touches will be put to the relationship on Thursday night. And Mm. it'll either be Thursday night or Friday morning that we hear now. Now, this is all unsubstantiated, of course. Grant Thomas, when he first came on, the day, was it the day after or the day of? No, it was the morning after the night before where um, Kel Toomey broke the story about Brett Ratton. Mm hmm. Uh, Tomo, who, you know, yep. speaks to people at St Kilda and um, I think, you know, likes to, you know, look, probably has still has a bit of influence around the footy club. Luke Beveridge was the first name go. he mentioned. Yep. I want them to get Luke Beveridge. Yep. Good St Kilda man. St Kilda blood fl- flowing through the veins. Uh, he is the one that I would get. And this is the old thing, isn't it? Don't go and get the best available. Just go and get whoever you think's the best. Well, what about this one? See what you can do. What about Steve off the temper text We just machine? spoke to Steve on the phone. Well, this is another Steve, I think. He said uh, it'll be breaking. Lion to coach St Kilda for two years oh. with a transition to Lenny Hayes as successor. Well, that's uh, quite com- that's quite complicated and, and in-depth, isn't it? Mm. So one says Lion. For, did, that, did that bloke put any sort of timeline on when that might be announced? No. There's, uh, Steve, oh. get back to us when this, that's going to drop. Gonna... Because if Friday morning is the time, then... Uh, well, the Lenny Hayes thing has been uh, yep. spoken about. I've heard others talking about that succession plan that, that uh, was going to be put in place. I don't know why it would be Lenny. Why wouldn't it be... Why wouldn't you get Robert Harvey over there and let's have a succession plan with him? Well, I don't know the answer to that question. But... Why is it Lenny... Now, I know Lenny Hayes is one of the well, most love loved him. characters in the history of the sport. Isn't it funny? I don't know about you. Hmm. Lenny Hayes never struck me as being the sort of bloke that would go into coaching. But no, 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 but senior coach. Right. Thought he might go into. I never well, thought he has he had, been. He's been. No, he's been coaching. Son. No, yeah. no, I'm talking about senior coaching. Yeah, right. I never just never thought he had that. Yeah, you know, there's got to be something. To, there's something that you see in him. You know that mm. that says, yeah, that bloke's. I could see him wanting all well, of the he, stuff that comes with it. All of the stuff yep. that comes with being a senior coach in a league like the yep. AFL. I always thought that Lenny might have been a bit, I'm happy to get involved and be in the mix. Well, you know who's, but I don't know whether I want that. You know who's breaking the mould uh, of all this? I don't know this Lenny. It's Craig McRae. Because how many people... Well, he committed himself to coaching for a long time. But though. he did. But how many people thought what you're referring to? Geez, I'm not sure that he's really the head coach type personality. Hmm. Well, Wooshka. No, it's a good, very good point you raise. So you can't, you're right. just making a judgment. You're judging Lenny Hayes just by the cover. I, I am very much doing that from that then from a, vi, a, from a very long way away. So mm. you're quite right. It's complete and utter, it's like serious bunkum on, on my <laughs> behalf. But anyway, that we'll continue to have that conversation and we wait uh, with bait of breath now for Friday morning.
right. to see whether our temper texter is on there the money. There are some funny texts coming through. Well, why don't you I, can't few... re- I can't repeat them. Well, don't do no, that. No, I won't repeat On the other they side. Are, I live funny. with the Bondi. They said they're not appealing. I send back the emoji thumbs up and we all move on. Right. See, there's a bit more of that coming back into footy than uh, I think we'll all be happy with that, won't we? Uh, the run home for robot building supplies. Robots got it in Berwick BMW. Pre-owned vehicles ready for immediate delivery. Neil Phillips and his team are there. Coffee machine at the ready. Get out there and have a look. Uh, we're going to get a break out of the way. Josh Walker being delisted from the North Melbourne Footy Club. Uh, 139 games, 29 years of age. Uh, I think we know what Josh Walker brings to the table. I wonder whether he thinks... There's more AFL footy left he, in him. Um, he's going to join us on the well, other he's side been with of the break. Three clubs. Well, why don't does, you say, does he fit the uh, the journeyman tag? Well, my word, he does three journeyman. clubs. Journeyman. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Been a lot of good journeyman. Well, there's a top topic for today. The but game's elite journeyman. Who's the best journeyman? Okay, but what's the ju- hang on? Jo- hang on, but what's you need? No, to, no, no. What's did, the cat? What's the criteria for a journeyman? You need to at least three. Three clubs. It's a quarter past three. Who is the best journeyman in any sport? In the history oh, of in the history of the world, uh, we'll Jeez. we'll do that a bit later on. But Josh Walker is going to join us next. Great to have you with us this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, it's a it's a terribly difficult time for a lot of individuals in the game, particularly some who have given such great service to uh, footy clubs along the way. It's that time of the year where clubs have got to make the tough calls on delistings and co- uh, contracts, yep. and they look forward now to the national and preseason drafts. And I wonder, even though you might have been through it a couple of times and you've been in the caper for a long time like, like Josh Walker has, I wonder whether it gets any easier to deal with the news when it gets delivered to you. He's been good enough to join us, having been delisted by the Kangas. Hey, Josh, thanks for coming on the show, mate. We appreciate your time. No, that's all right. Thanks for having me on. How, how, how do you get, do you get any, does it get any easier dealing with the news, having, having you know, had the news kind of delivered to you once or twice before? Um. Yeah, probably. Um, I think the uh, first time I was at Brisbane, I was, I was sort of took me a pretty off guard, and you sort of don't know what's next or how 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 it all works. So uh, it's all new. Um, sadly, second time round, you've been through it, so you somewhat know what happens, and then you're a little bit prepared for it. So, so you say you're a little bit prepared for it. Did you see this one coming? Um, no, obviously, when there's uh, you know your management talks to the club throughout the year, and when there's not a contract uh, put put on the table in front of you, you sort of no, it's a possibility. So, um, yeah, it wasn't a complete shock, but um, still, obviously, don't agree with it. I'm happy with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Josh, what? Just um, it's Gazy here. What's it, can you tell us how it's actually executed, mm. and and how does it take place? Um, oh, it's just, you, you, you manage it in discussion with the club throughout the year, so you're sort of trying to keep updated with it all, um, and even through the off season. Um, so we've been done for a little bit already. Um, but then it was just a matter of, of having a meeting. Uh, Brody Rawlings, our list manager, uh, yesterday. And uh, they, you, know, so you sort of just, pretty honestly, just, just get the news uh, straight to your face. And do they talk to you just comp- like in isolation of you know where they're at with a list build and all of that sort of stuff? Mm. Or do they talk to you about... Give me an explanation. Yeah, they explain to you why for here and now you just don't, you don't quite fit anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think um, it's probably no secret. North are, are looking, um, you know, not necessarily at just next year, but but beyond. So um, I think they are in a, in a rebuilding phase, so they're they're looking to go a bit younger. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm still haven't turned 30 yet, so I still mm, think I've that's got right. a few good years ahead of me. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's just obviously what they've decided. So um, 
the end of the day, you, you don't get a lot of say in it, and that's just the way they've gone. And uh, I, I suspect that now, with it uh, sounds like you're, you're keen to, to continue on and find a, another home. Uh, what's the do you, do you quickly turn your attention to that, and and what what do you have to do mm. personally outside of you, obviously you've got representation, but you personally do you get on the front foot and try and sell yourself to other clubs? Uh, yeah, well, first of all, the um, obviously North has picked up a couple of extra rookie spots uh, as part of that package from the AFL. So the possibility of maybe um, going down that avenue and, and staying on at North has been brought up. Oh, okay. Uh, won't won't know uh, how that pans out for another month or so until after the draft, but that's a possibility at this stage. Um, as well as, as you said, managing to put the feelers out and, and see if there's you know any interest elsewhere out there. I, I still think. Uh, I can help a team that's either maybe in the in the finals window and looking to add a key position player, or or even a younger side that um, thinks some experience could be valuable. And uh, what what if you were selling yourself to someone, your you key position player? What is your best key position? <laughs> um, I think probably down back. Um, to be honest, down down back at North this year is just about as hard as it gets. So <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Sort of hold up. If you can hold up somewhat, um, and I thought actually plays a lot of footy stages, um, I certainly think then you'll be uh, it'll be a lot easier just about elsewhere. Mm. So seventeen, twenty-one, and sixteen games in your last three years, the three years you played at the Kangas. I mean, they're equal to or greater than uh, your game tallies in any other seasons that you played. So, from a soundness perspective, and you know your body holding up and understanding, you know how to prepare and get up week after week. I guess you've probably never never been in better nick. No, that's right. No, I've been, uh, first of all, lucky that I've never um, had, you know, injuries or soft tissue stuff to deal with. So, fingers crossed, uh, you stay that way. But um, that, and, and as I said, I haven't turned 30 yet. And I still, to be honest, don't feel any different to what I did when I was 23. So, um, yeah, I've had three seasons of a fair bit of AFL footy. So, I certainly still think, uh, you know, as far as key position players go as well, you sort of don't peak till a bit later. So, um, yeah, still think I've got plenty to offer. And and what's your thoughts on the the current situation at North Melbourne? No, no they're going through some really challenging times. Uh, from the outside looking in, it's uh, it looks extremely difficult. Uh, is it? And I hate to say it, but is it bad as what it perhaps might have looked throughout stages over the last couple of couple of years? Um, I don't think so. I think it was always um, worse from the outside looking in than than perhaps the players felt on the inside. Um, don't get me wrong that the results each week were always tough, but um, you know a lot of the guys were still fronting up on on Monday with a smile and, and you know trying to go about their work the best they could. Um, there's been a lot of stuff obviously last month or so with with the, with the coach and all that sort of thing. But to be honest, we haven't been at the club, so it sort of yeah. hasn't really felt like we've got much of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not sure where to all land for next year, but um, yeah, it's, it's probably been better than I think people realise. And and you've had the experience now at, at uh, a couple of other clubs as well. Uh, are, are North Melbourne are they playing with a fair hand? Do you, do you feel like that that what the club has and the resources that they've provided uh, gives them a fair crack at or equally good chance as any of the other teams? Yeah, I do. Um, in terms of in terms of coaching staff and and facilities and everything, it's. Yeah, you know, equal to or even better than I've had at elsewhere. Um, at the end of the day, you just got to, I suppose it comes down to the club to manage your list right and, and get the club, get the guys performing at the right time. So um, I certainly don't think that's 
uh, you know, holding them back. Um, every club, well, I say every club. Most clubs just go through the, the ebbs and flows and up and down, and that's the way our, our system's designed. So, mm. um, you know, but a few that have done well to start the top in recent years, um, it, 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 most teams are going to have to cop that, that sort of turn down the bottom every now and again. Yeah. As far as you're prepared to, we're talking to Josh Walker, as far as you're prepared to, mate, can you take us inside and give us a read on Jason Horn francis You know, there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, been said around the kid that he was difficult to get along with and he danced to the beat of his own drum and, he, you know, the ice bath and all the rest of it. From, from your perspective, I can hear you laughing in the background. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going for the, you give me the easy questions. Oh, I know, but I'm, you're there because well, there's been so much said no, about no, no, this no. kid. You know what, what? What? How did you find him? No, I got him in fine. Um, I, obviously, there was a, a strong attraction to, to be back home and around his family. And my my personal belief is that why why would a club um, want to force a player to stay that didn't want to be there? Um, you're never gonna get the best out of an athlete in that, in that scenario. So I think you are better off letting them go home or wherever and, and you know, trying to get someone in who actually you know, desperately wants to be there. Um, so I think in the end it played out best for, for both parties. Um, but at the same time, he was a, a young kid with probably more pressure on him than any, any other draftee. Yeah, um, yeah. And in a team that was probably the most difficult scenario for any kid to come into with the results we were, we were getting each week. So... Um, I can sort of see it from both ways. So, again, I'm not going to badger you about this, but did he did he seem like a kid that, had, while he was there, you know, with all the other stuff that you just kind of outlined, did he was did you ever feel like he was in? Did you ever feel like he'd bought into being a North Melbourne player as as, as far as you could see from yeah, you know, your perspective? Yeah, definitely at times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. definitely. Um, yeah, he, you get off the training track and the guys are having a laugh around and he's as much as, you know, one of the boys as anyone when it came to that sort of stuff. But it was just, um, you know, clearly the stuff that was seen on, on game day and already been reported upon was definitely there as well. And um, I'm not sure whether it's just, a, you know, an age thing that you, you figure out if you grow mature or, or what the go is there. But, um, yeah, I, I think he'll be a good player in the future. And, um yeah, hopefully for him, he sort of can put it all together. Yeah, and it must be a a, a challenge, a difficult time for yourself if the uncertainty about what the future may hold. Well, I assume that there's uncertainty about it. What's the timing as as far as how things will unfold for yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's um, a bit like that. Um, sort of, as I said, the, the possibility of maybe a rookie spot up north still there, mm-hmm. so um, that won't sort of fall into place till after the draft, which I think is still another month away or so. Um, so I'll keep I'll keep fit and keep training and um, yeah, just I suppose plan for that and, and you know, fingers crossed something works out there. Um, if not elsewhere and I'm still fit and ready to go. <laughs> Come yep. day one of pre season. So just on that this is really kind of really interesting because this would normally be, you know, if you say you had three years left on your contract, this would be the time where you actually do give yourself a bit of a spell and let the body kind of regenerate and, you know, all, all of that sort of stuff. Do, do you feel like... If, uh, well, if, well, yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, we, we actually finished quite early, so I've already had a, not a bad break. Oh, and, that's a good uh, point, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. And, and, and back on the, uh, I'm back on the sort of the whole training program as the rest of the guys, so um, it, it's no different to me, to be honest. So who do you go and... Do you find someone to attach yourself to and go and train with, or do you have to do that, you know, on your own? No, I still... Still, this far has been all, all with the, just the North guys and um, the, the program set out to me there from North. So um, the club said, you know, obviously with 
potentially a rookie spot being there that I'm still more than welcome to come in oh, and great. use the gym and all mm. the facilities there at North. So um, I'll continue to do that until until <laughs> find anything else or, or I'm told otherwise. I like change mm. my coat or something on the door. Right. <laughs> Hang on. I used to be able to get in here. 1186 doesn't work anymore. What's going on? <laughs> Give someone a call. I've got some bad news. You're going to Port Adelaide. Hey, um, do you reckon that'll ever come in? Do you reckon it'll ever be just like, I don't know whether you follow other sports around the world and, you know, this is a time where, uh, you know, kind of the, the, trading options in, in our game are opening up a little bit. Do you reckon there'll, there'll ever come a time, Josh, where um, players can be, you know, traded without their consent? Can, can you ever see a day where that might actually happen? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, as I was sort of talking before, I, I still need to get the best out of a player. You, you need a player who, who wants to be there. So yeah. um, I, I'd find it tricky for a club to take on a guy who they maybe, you know, who, who, who didn't even want to go or didn't want to move to the, the club or city or whatever, um, you know, they were talking about. So, uh, I don't know. I know I know. we are sort of constantly moving more towards, you know, US sports models and, and that sort of thing, but um, I, I hope not. I hope there's still some player input. Mm. Yeah. Well, mate, you, look, you've done what a lot of players don't do, and I'm sure maybe it wouldn't be by choice, but to have played 50 games at two clubs and, you know, 30 at your first. But to have got to the half century at two clubs is a really, really um, respectable achievement, mate. And and, and you, as you said, you're only 29 years of age. You've still got um, plenty of time left in you. And at a time when, you know, a lot of clubs are searching for uh, key position players and a bit of key position depth, um, I'm certain that your name's going to be mentioned uh, at more clubs other than just North Melbourne. So, hey, good luck. Thanks for coming on and, um, and we'll watch this yeah. space. We appreciate your time. No, thanks for having me, guys. All the best. Good on you, Good mate. Good luck, Josh. Josh Walker. Good on you for coming on and having mm. a chat. And um, Rick Cannage speaks well. He does. And, you know, th- this is a league that mm. a lot of clubs do struggle for a bit of key position depth, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in that end of the ground. So uh, I'd be surprised if he he wasn't mm. very much in conversations uh, here, there and everywhere. It's a conversation we were going to have yesterday. I, I noticed the boys on Brecky this morning uh, jumped to it before oh, us. No. But it doesn't mean we can. Well, they cast their opinions on. Of the delisted players who we know of, and there's been a few more today, and Alec Waterman's going to join us after five. He's been recently delisted by the Bombers. Yep. Who are the ones that you're absolutely certain will get another crack at it? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll take some calls and some texts throughout the show. There's a bit going on in the world of F1 at the moment. Our man in the motorsport caper, Tim Hodges, is going to tell us what is going on with McLaren's claim that Red Bull should be penalised and punished for cheating, according yes. to their Well, the it was people. salary cap cheating. That's what they're, well, that's what suggesting. they're saying. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the uh, other thing is too, Andy. We've got to get to a news break. Well, you put on. the question out there about mm. uh, the best journeyman in any sport, and you only put the criteria of three clubs. So coming through thick and fast was uh, the great LeBron James. Now we, Le- we need to we need to tidy up the criteria. I think here. the criteria needs a bit more yeah, work. No, we'll have a chat about that. That's is that a bit insulting to call Je- LeBron James a journeyman? Too good to be a journeyman. Yeah, that's you. There's got to be something else we can add in there to just sort that out a little bit. Mighty, the mighty Namibians are struggling Mate. here against the Dutch. Uh, oh. Three for 49. Uh, they were the giant killers the other day against uh, Sri Lanka. And what about the Scots last night just uh, steamrolling through the West Indians? Scotland. Imagine if you would have said, if somebody had said to you when we were growing up, See that team over there, see that visiting West Indian team. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 30 years' time, Scotland is going to beat them in a T20 World Cup qualifier. 
would you have said to that person? Uh, Scotland yeah. is going to beat a team with Joel Garner, Viv wow. Richards, Gordon Greenwich, Desi Haynes. And they're not beating. They're Tell not beating them they're that dreaming. They're dreaming. Well, that's what happened yesterday. Mm. Things well, have changed, Andy. You're a big cock a hoop at the moment. What are well, you wiping about? What's happened here? Because oh. I just had a little. Uh, at the, we can get a, a, a coffee or a cup of tea. A magnificent Nadia. And uh, it's courtesy of McCafe. Of course. And the McCafe. <laughs> McCafe. Is that you say? Um, well, they give a cup, and they've. I don't know if this is still goings on. What's the date today? All of a sudden, it says, you know, you peel off in the little Monopoly game. Uh, is that Monopoly? Yeah, peel off to play. It says free fuel for a year. What? Mate, I swear to God, Andy, tell me what that says. Oh, don't steal it from me. I won't me. steal it from you. What does that say? It says the Angel Islington. Hmm. Uh, there's a code, which I think you probably have to punch that code yeah. in somewhere. Uh, free, full, free fuel for a year. Also collect A548, A549. Does that mean I've won free fuel for I a year? I believe you have, mate. I think you have. I'll just keep that. Uh, no, no, I think you have. I think you've won free oh. petrol for a year for your car. I think you get a punch Jason! in the car. <laughs> no, I can't. There's got to be a catch here somewhere. <laughs> I think there probably is. What's the date today? No, I think there's a catch. It says redeemed by the 23rd of the 10th. What's the date today? Yeah, I've got there, five got days to redeem no- it. Yeah, you got eight, five no, days. there's got to be a catch. Um, so the journeyman, which we'll get to, and yes. we want the nominations to keep coming through. Mm-hmm. A journeyman, you can't be Greg Williams or LeBron James. A journeyman has to be someone who, when they leave the club they're at, has Not a prospect. You don't know where you are. Well, low you, prospects are yeah, getting that's picked right. up, maybe. And then you get sort of dragged off the mm. you know, the, the, the virtual okay. and sporting scrap heap to be right. given another chance, and then you become a magnificent contributor right. somewhere or you know, a very serviceable one. Mm. So I think it needs to be that. You can't be... Um, a bona fide superstar no, where, where, when, that just happens to play in three different organisations. Correct. Yeah, I, I think there needs to be that. So it's a player who isn't necessarily one of those absolute superstars, but wherever they go, they tend... Mm. Josh Walker is a very good example. I don't think Josh, with all due respect, will be the ultimate, like the very best journeyman no. sports ever dished up. But, uh, for example, Martin Pike's name came off the it 40 did. wins temper text. It now, did. Pikey, very good nomination. Mm. Oh, but he was sort of he he was wanted though. Like oh, your criteria is just a little sketchy. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because it's very. But I know what you mean. No, I, don't I do know all, what you I mean. I don't think Pikey was always coveted. It's probably your best your, your best good ordinary player yeah, who just keeps finding another 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 Martin job. Pike Martin Pike Martin Martin Pike. Pike's a very good nomination. In fact, I don't know whether we'll find a better From one. Three different people straight no, no. away. I don't think it's very oh, good. Oh, you one. need three of these suckers. Apparently. Oh, right. There you go. You need to respond mm. to Kane Corns too. Well. Hodgie's going to join us this, this half hour to talk about what's going on uh, right. in the world of F1, whether there's any prospect of Red Bull being pinged, and if so, will it be a meaningful pinging? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane Corns has listed this morning, because you know what he's like with off-season. Yep. Players just don't do anything stupid that could get right. yourself into a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. He's listed 17 sports slash activities yep. that he is uh, – Putting off limits for players in their off season. Oh, Number one, tell me. basketball. Why? Just... No basketball. It's a recipe for a dislocated kneecap. No authorized games. You can go in the backyard and have a few shots, but no playing pickup games, mm. half court games, or any games with your mates. Well, there's been a few examples where basketball, just through an unfortunate set of circumstances, it, it's very safe sport, but it you can do an ankle or, or a, a knee, but you can do that. You do that walking down the street, Andy. 
That's exactly right, so Keith. you've got to sort of keep it all into some type of perspective, don't you? I would have thought so. He's also listed among the 17. No setting off fireworks. No, we get burnt. Well, aren't they illegal anyway? Yeah, that's another good reason. Yeah. And uh, they, aren't they, they're illegal, aren't they? Fireworks in Australia. So, oh, I, I think you know, get a permit. Like a, you get a permit. I think you yeah. do. But I, I, no scooters in Bali. Stay away from well, scooters, scooters in Bali. Here? If you go get one of those rental ones out the front here. By the way, how many times have you seen Nipsies around town mm. getting pulled over without wearing the helmet? Well, fair enough too, I would have thought. If you're going to get one of those things, mm. don't be vain enough not to put the helmet on. Mm. And if you are going to get one of those things, don't use them on the footpath. Get in the bike lanes. Bike lanes everywhere in Victoria nowadays. Mm. Get in the bike lane. Don't do it on the footpath. There's too many, there's too many cowboys on those uh, electric scooters zipping in and out of traffic all over the place. Yep. You come out of a coffee shop with a couple of lattes mm. and you walk into some bloke doing about 25 kilometres an hour. Well, they're not allowed to. Well, they shouldn't be. But then that was, one's illegal then. Well, they shouldn't be doing it on the footpath. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to get one of those things, get in the bike lane. Well, you're not allowed to drive them or ride them unless you use, in, in public, unless you use one of these. And I don't what like one that. One of what? One of the ones that are out here. You know, the you don't think green... they go fast enough no, to do any damage? but I'm saying if you if you have one that's that meets all the uh, uh-huh. criteria... Yeah. Why do you have to use theirs? Why can't you use your own? <laughs> I think you're, you're not allowed to you're use them. You're not allowed to use them. What? Ridiculous. This is a rort. I would have thought so. You're not allowed to use your own. No, not out in public. You can use it in your own backyard. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Well, it depends on what sort of backyard, I guess. But if you want trying to get around, no, you can only hire the ones that are here. And you obviously, you must have a helmet. And that's a rort. It's wrong. It is wrong. Let's not believe, get into that. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Robert, here's, here's, 17 minutes to four. Here's a journeyman that I think. Go on, quick. Robert Horry. Oh, basketballer. It was part of seven or We've something, got to get six to a break. NBA titles. Excellent work. We wanted to, wanted to reach out to our motorsport guru, yes. uh, Tim Hodges, just for, just for his thoughts on how real are the chances that those who run Formula One will respond to Zach Brown, who is the team principal of McLaren. You're not happy. Basically suggesting, not, in fact, not not basically, suggesting that the overspend breach uh, performed by Red Bull, uh, who won the championship this year, is cheating. No, I think it refers to last year's championship. Last year's championship. Yeah. Well, not the most recent 2021, one. 2021, Is there a chance they've done it again this year? We well, just don't know about it yet? That's, um, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. Hodgie. That's Hodgie's coming on. Well, that's right. Hodgie, uh, always good to have you on at times like this, because we're no, we're no bugger all about this sort of stuff. Um what what are the chances? What are the chances of those who run this run this competition this the, this that they will actually come down hard on on Red Bull Racing? Uh, hey Andy, hey Gazy, uh, nice to be with you. And no, it's the great unknown right now in Formula One. Is like how serious is this sport about keeping uh, tabs on the cost cutting that they tried to bring into the sport last year? And in the first year where they tried to bring a salary cap into the sport. It's been breached by three teams, most notably Red Bull, who went on to win the driver's title in really controversial circumstances at Abu Dhabi, and it's now got a, an asterisk on Max Verstappen's world title. Mm. And now it's on Formula One. that They've found that there were breaches. There were significant, you know, seven-figure breach, uh, like well over a million dollars. And what are they going to do to this team? Do they strip them of the world title, which would be a black mark on the sport in its history? Or, or do they just give them a meaningless monetary fine, which mm. sort of counts for nothing? So I, I think that's where the sport is weighing up. Like how how massive is this call that, the, mm. that they have to make? 
Hey, Hodgie, yeah, but is it... Well, what is the criteria? Because in this caper, uh, unlike it is with players where you've just got salaries, you're dealing with values that sometimes, I guess, can be a little ambiguous of what certain things are worth. Is it... Could an argument be made that, well, if, if you're good enough to procure some resources for less than what others, like, how does all that work? How do they, how do they monitor it? Well, that's the problem, guys. They've brought in a salary cap for a sport that it's almost impossible to police. Like, how do you police a salary cap of $145 million per team? Yeah. It's almost impossible to keep that. And you know why the sport did it? Because back in, you know, the glory days when there was so much money with cigarette advertising and when manufacturers were, you know, worth billions and were, were happy to spend it all on Formula One, they had budgets upwards of $500 million. That's one half a billion B <laughs> to go racing for two cars on the grid. They had to rein that in, especially with no cigarette advertising, with manufacturer support waning. So, you know, even up to the last decade, teams were still spending $400 million each to go racing, which they've brought back to $145-ish million. And that was last year where they, where they brought it in. For all teams, you cannot go over this. Now they've had three of the 10 teams go over it. Um, a couple of were just procedural issues and they've been fined. That includes Williams, which just made a clerical error. But the, the big one is obviously Red Bull. And it's like, well, how serious is Formula One about saying, do not go over this cap? And then the team that wins the ultimate glory was the one that went over the cap. So hmm. um, that's why I think everyone's just standing by and going, what the hell is the sport? How does the sport handle this? Like, if they're fair income, they probably have to strip the team and Max Verstappen of the world title. She wins. And then what does that mean as a flow on? So, so that's sort of how big the decision for the sport is. And you wonder with all of our sports, like how they land themselves in these horribly prickly situations, but that's where F1 is right now. Just really quickly, do you reckon, having watched the Netflix doco, they like to confect a bit of drama. Do, do you reckon F1 likes the drama that comes with these sorts of conversations? Oh, no doubt. And drama is, I mean, they are box office everywhere they go. Even this weekend, guys, they're, at, they're in Austin, Texas. It's it's officially sold out the entire event. Over 400,000 people Jeez. going to this. So they are they are a serious show. Like, they're just mm. about the biggest sport on earth at the moment. But this is not a great look yeah. for anyone involved. Um, you know, and then with Zach Brown, the McLaren boss, who, you know, McLaren's done the right thing. They've had two dreadful years while they've been trying to keep costs down. And then Red Bull's turning up as Lewis Hamilton. You know, no one bitches like a Formula One team or a Formula One driver. Lewis Hamilton having a crack at them last weekend in Japan saying, you know, he was watching as a transporter turn up with all new bits from the Red Bull team thinking, well, how much are they spending in their salary cap? So, I mean, everyone's probably down up and down pit lane just sort of watching on thinking, well, yeah. how the hell do we get out of this and what are they going to come up with and when are they going to come up with a decision? Well, let's watch this space, mate. As always, thanks for giving us a few yes. minutes of your time. Uh, we appreciate it. I uh, hope that made sense. It Good did. On Good on you. Tim Hodges talking F1. Hey, ICC World Cup updates thanks to KFC. Download the app for exclusive deals. Uh, Namibia, who stunned the cricket world the one other day. One more winning, I reckon they're in, Andy. Stunned the Isn't cricket it? world. There's two uh, pools of They're one on one. Yeah, yeah, two groups of four. You just need to finish in the top two. That's right. If, true. They're, if they're two and oh. No, they won't be two. They're one on one. Huh? Or is this their second game? I can't remember. Uh, Namibia four for seventy seven against the Dutch. This would well, be game. Only their second game. It probably is only their second game. They're probably one well, from one. That's what I'm saying. So no, if they get right. this one, oh, big win. They're almost guaranteed because they're going to finish. You'd think in the top, they'd need a disastrous set of circumstances to miss out. They Namibia. need to lose the other two, 
and hope. And then the other, yeah, unlikely. Thank you. I'm glad you worked that out. That was, we, that was the rest of us getting an insight unlikely. into your brain. Not impossible to miss out, but unlikely to miss out. I'd put Just it repeating the news from last night, Scotland, mm. in a game of cricket, we're not talking about rugby or soccer no. or basketball, because we're, we're talking about a game of cricket. A World well, Cup T20 to, qualifier, yeah. they demolished the West Indies. Demolished. So does this say more about mm. Scotland or the West Indies right now? I think it says about both, doesn't it? It's, I think if you're Scotland, though, you, you oh, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but there's probably some people in Scotland that have had played at other levels that... Are you saying they aren't Scottish? No, I'm not. Well, I hope you're not. No, I'm not at all. If you're saying they're but not, what I'm saying is they've got ring-ins who but, aren't Scottish playing. No, but what it. I'm saying is it sounds a little odd, more odd than it really is, because most of those players, I think, would have had. Well, it doesn't good matter contact, if they're. If they're if whereas they're, the West Indies, with their history, if they're citizens of that country, they are able to play. No, we that's a, what I'm saying. We had a uh, we had a basketball in here from yesterday from Anchorage, Alaska. Mm. Who, who played for Australia? Correct. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. That, that's no problem here. Well, Nothing to see go, here. Don't go. You know. No, but you're presenting it as if to say, well, this is some sort of incredible. No, well, I am. I am. I'm saying this is this is devastating for another devastating kick mm. in the head for the West, for West Indian cricket. Yes. Either they're not in the automatic qualifiers. I mean, this is not a news story. Mm. We've been watching the erosion of West Indian cricket for 15, 20 years now. So it's not. This is no great sort of you know, over-the-top surprise. surprise. Mm. But when you have these little milestone moments for good or bad reason along the way, I think mm. it is worth just noting and lamenting the fact that the greatest powerhouse of our youth, mm-hmm. I mean, they were untouchable for 15 years. That's right. And, and if you had a said then, when they were dominating one-day cricket and test cricket the way they were, if you had a said, oh, by the way, there's this other form of the game coming along soon called T20 cricket. Uh, you would have thought they would be right in their sweet spot. Absolutely tailor-made. Mm. Now, they've had moments here and there, mm. and they continue to well, produce. There's the, we've got the uh, table. table. There you go. And they have only played the one game. Well, that's Scotland and Zimbabwe. And, and again, I'll repeat, it would need to be some quirky set of circumstances. Off the SMS, they're saying, well, if they win this, they're automatically in. Well, well, well if there's a three-way, you can still, on those numbers, get a three-way tie. <laughs> you do love playing those games. Well, you can, Andy. Yeah, you do. You can. No, I know. Been involved in pool play and been absolutely ringed oh, a number of times. I know you have. Ringed. I, I know. So we've seen the emotions. Highly likely we've seen the emotions play. of those rings. There'll be one or two, but not one hundred percent guaranteed. We don't like seeing it I either. Think. By the way, what's that? You being upset because you've been, you know, the system's got the better of you. I can give go back to the nineteen eighty well, Moscow go on. Olympics. Go on, tell us what happened before oh. we get to Marty and Diamond Creek. Well, here it is. Check okay. this out for an unlucky set of circumstances. Please tell me. There's Australia, Cuba, Italy, uh, and Sweden. In There's a pool of four. Well, you've got Sweden covered. Everyone. So everyone beats Sweden. Yeah. Okay. All the other three beat Sweden. Yeah. We beat Italy by seven. We lose to hey, Cuba. Bjorn, Hang Bjorn, on. Bjorn Borg was there. Point on. guard. I mean, of course you're going to beat him. <laughs> we, we, no. Coming up. We beat Italy by seven. We lose to Cuba by seven. Hmm. So in the very last game of the tournament, and Cuba plays against Italy. They don't want you in. No, hang on, hang on. Ooh. The only result, so the only result yes. is if uh, Cuba lose by seven. That's the only, any other result in the world. If they lose by 11. We're in. Yeah, like they right lose by, by more eight. than seven. 
A win by eight. Don't less tell me. Any other result. Don't tell me. And oh. Australia in. Have a guess what happens, Andy. Oh, no. Cuba win. Uh, excuse me. Italy win by seven. Oh. Three-way tie. We only – so then it's even the, the win plus minus is between the three teams that are equal. Yep. All tied. So then it goes back to how much did you smash Sweden by? Oh, no. And we didn't beat Sweden by enough. Enough. Because so you're decent blokes. Out. Bit of a mercy rule. Well, did so you instead, not... of off playing, instead of playing off for a medal, we're in the uh, the Ta-da. bottom half. Repercharge. And that's where the, the character of the boomers came back and they still finished seventh. Who'd you beat? Well, I wasn't playing then. Well, I, was, young. I was just watching it on right. the telly because they my beat? dad was the uh, was the coach. Who'd they beat? I can't remember. But it was just <laughs> all I know is it was a some absolute also. It's probably Scotland, no, or Namibia. But that's what I'm saying. In these types of uh, situations, Andy, a couple of ringing things in their can line. go. Uh, uh, no, that's right. No, you, that's right. You never. You know what I like to say? Never count your chickens, mate. You got to keep winning. Never count your chickens. Keep winning. And Sports then update uh, for sustainableofficefurniture.com.au. The VIX. Well, the other one so is the Sri Lanka. Yeah, they, they they're got in pul- all sorts. Well, they got pulverised by Namibia. That's what I'm saying. They're in, they're, they could that. be in all sorts. They should be in all sorts. And you'd expect – now, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Andy. Were they in the top eight? Like, I'm well, not they're sure. ranked – I think they're actually, as we sit here ranked right pretty now, high, I think they're they? ranked in the top eight. So the ICC the West World Indies, aren't they? No, I don't believe so. No. Okay. Uh WA made uh, 466 in the first innings. The man whose name has been in the news a little bit lately through no fault of his own or desire of his own, mm. Cameron Bancroft, or Cameron Beecroft, as you called him yesterday. Uh, he, I did not. You did so. Off air. Yeah, off, off air. air. Off air I did. Uh, he well, got I a, couldn't remember. I remembered. I was close. He got a hunch. Mm. Uh, Darcy Short got 87. Uh, it, all I think all certainly all Victorian fans, but... Um, Australian cricket fans will be keen to see how Will Pukowski goes. Mm. There was a big shout for a league before uh, against him earlier when he was on naught yep. after bowling of Jai Richardson turned down by the umpire. Uh, Pukowski, 16 mm. not out. Harris, 37 not out. So we'll keep an eye on that. Why buy new? I know that's a question you often ask. Yep. Visit sustainableofficefurniture.com.au. Hey, Andy. Oh, yeah. we got, we're going well, go to Marty. Well, just get to Marty first before well, you change the I, subject because he's got a journeyman nomination for oh, us. I love it. Because uh, we had Josh Walker on the show earlier, a very fine journeyman, and ticks the box yep. perfectly. Very much a journeyman and hoping to either get a reprieve at North Melbourne or hopefully – if it's not uh, Geelong or Brisbane, yes. find a fourth club. Okay. Uh, give it. We, we are in search of the all-time greatest journeyman in the history of sport. Uh, who have you got for us, Martin? I've got Dan Christian, the cricketer. Oh, yeah, blimey, Teddy. He's had, uh, blimey, Teddy. He's had more clubs than Arnold Palmer. <laughs> he has. <laughs> he's no. played all over them. I mean, because he's, he's such a great <laughs> T20 right. exponent. Mm. But he's not really, Martin, if I may say, because he's so coveted as a player, mm. I don't know whether, according to our set of uh, regulations, which are uh, On the fly. evolving, mm. uh, whether he actually ticks the I'll, box. I'll give you one from an NBL But it's a good nomination it because is. you've made it. There's a World Supercross double pass coming your way. And if you want to witness Supercross history, you've got to do it at the WSX Australian Grand Prix, which is coming up this weekend at Marvel Stadium. I, so I well t- done, Marty. I, I reckon from he's, a he's uh, NBL perspective, mm. I reckon Matt Shanahan. How many clubs has Matt Shanahan? In the NBL? I, I'm, I'm, it may have actually touched the double digits. Ten? I, I reckon he now. I need to go there back and There aren't even ten clubs in the NBL. No, but well, there were some that were coming and going. Oh, right. So that, that, and he's bounced... So he was the ultimate journeyman. Matt Shanahan. Yes. Yes. Now, I'd, I'd have to go through and check it. But I remember 
It was a lot of clubs. If anybody can ring in and tell us who, what are you doing? I'll call Matt up. He's eight. Look at Rod. Eight. There you go. Out the, the back. Eight If clubs. anyone can ring up without Googling Matt Shanahan. Well, we've already and, told him the answer. No. Well, who are the eight clubs? Oh, no, not, not how I... many. I want to know. Go on. Who are they? No, no. Well, we, let's have the competition then. I All reckon right, I know well, you can be the judge when somebody – if anyone okay. can ring up and let us know how many clubs Matt Shanahan played for, uh, give us uh, give us a crack. Mm. Hey, Ma- Malcolm Conn, there's a story floating around. That, well, so we I know- have another story too. Oh, go on. Please do. Well, it's, I just can't seem to find it, but it's, we, <laughs> I mentioned it to you earlier on before. It's about this man-cad rule. Well, can and you hold on to that? Like, no, no, don't go starky. with that. No, don't go with that now because okay. this feeds into Gazy's rule change. I like it. Which is back. Okay, it's back. It's back. Summertime. <laughs> exactly. Didn't make the cut. It was one of those pilots <laughs> that were that were out there. And, and in the winter, in the prime time, <laughs> it had a run and they just said, let's just give it a spell. <laughs> and, now, and now we're in non-prime time. It's coming back. Well, now's the time where leagues <laughs> all around the world. I reckon it some momentum. No, well, leagues all around the world yes. are looking to uh, you know make alterations mm. to their uh, their playing uh, guidelines, mm. and this is the time that they'll be tuning in to see whether you've got uh, something for them. So I want you to hold that because I don't want you to burn it it's next. One week. of the most extraordinary things. Well, I, I got to just anyway. Oh, okay, no, bugger it. We'll get to Shane in time. We'll go with it now. <laughs> right. Well, that's what we do. Wait on. Right, Shane's got a journeyman for us. Right, Shane, okay. who you got, mate? Yes, boys. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good to hear, mate. Nominations are Ellen Davis, AFL. Oh. First year played for St Kilda in their grand final. All them went and played for Collingwood, Bombers and Melbourne. And, of course, was the father of Shannon, uh, who is a magnificent human being. Right. Uh, and, of course, his son played some footy as well. But might have gone down. Chad went to St Kilda for a while. But right. uh, Shannon Davis, one of the world's great human beings. Four cl- Again, he was very highly touted as a young man, but four clubs, that, that, I reckon that makes him, uh, mm. oh, that puts him in the mix, Shane. Right. Alan Davis, one from uh, the black and white TV era. Oh, hang on. Look who's dialed in. Who's that? I'll tell you, we have a reach that's not reflective in other uh, data surveillance type arrangements because Matty Shanahan appears as though he's, oh, no, that's Gary. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought Matt Shanahan had called in. Sorry. No, Gary's in Melton and wants to have a crack at the eight clubs that Matt Shanahan played oh, for. Oh, okay. So you got to tick him off, oh, all right? Geez. Go on, Gaz. Uh, who, who did he play for? Let's uh, see. Yep. Yep. Uh, not, in, not in any order. Okay. Brisbane Bullets? Yes. Cairns? Yes. Uh, Giants? Yes. Wollongong Hawks? 100%. Yes. Canberra Cannon? Yes. One, two, three. Perth Bulkhead? Yes. Oh, that's six. South Dragons? Yes. One more. Hunter Pirates. Ooh, I think he said that. Correct. The Hunter Pirates. Yes. The Hunter Pirates. Now that's eight. Gary, that I is magnificent from you. Uh, I tell you what we've got for you for mm. being an absolute basketball NBL rain oh, man. He probably jumped on Google, did he? I'd... But well done, Oh, Gaz. how dare you? Well, get oh, smart. How dare you diminish Gary's achievement? Well, Gary, you must be a huge basketball fan if you're aware of all the uh, teams that Matty Shant, or, or it could be related, maybe. He is, no doubt oh, about you that. Don't Gary, you're going. I was just having a bit of, a, bit of fun with you. Going to World Supercross double pass. <laughs> uh, WSX Australian Grand Prix Marvel starting this weekend. 
That's all right. No wonder our look our Cume's strong, but our overall shares taking a bit of a kick in the head. It's that sort of treatment, right? People just you know, a bit harsh. Yeah, well, just, just having a bit friendly. Captain of expense. That's up to me to be that hard. Okay. Oh, you're the captain of Australia, mate. No, I was just question. I just wasn't sure how you've accused him of cheating. Uh, no, but you are basically a... Zach. Uh, what's his name? No, that's a magnificent effort. Zach, that's what I was the bloke from McLaren and and Gary is no. Red Bull. Gary, I was just saying that is a magnificent. No, you oh, your just tune must now. be a huge basketball fan. Wayne is in Albury. He has a journey man for us. Hello, Wayne. Oh, g'day, boys. How are you going? Yeah, yeah good. Well, what about? Uh, what about that left arm quick? And he has had more clubs than Jack Nicholas. <laughs> Dirk Nannis. Yeah, Dirk dirty Nannis Dirk. has been around. Well, he played for the uh, speaking. Of, he played for the uh, Dutch. That's in, right. In a World Cup, I do recall that. My word, he did. Yes, magnificent. Good, very good man. Good, mm-hmm. very good skier. Right. High quality Dirk skier. Did he ever pull on the Love green? The was, did he ever have a run around? I know he's New South Wales. Oh, I think he was. Pl- New, wasn't he New South he Wales? Victoria. Now, didn't he run around with New South Wales? Well, I don't no. believe so, no. Oh, my bad. Oh. Must be thinking of someone else. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> Mine doesn't work more than once, <laughs> You sure? No, he never played for New South Wales. No. No. But, but he played for a lot of clubs. Yes. Days and, and right, people right. think that he was a myth. I'm, okay. <laughs> no, he's, you're not a myth. Mm. Andy's on the road. He's got a journeyman for us. Hello, Andy. How are we, James? Yeah, yeah very good. Well, thanks, good Andy. Away. What about no, you? What about you? Just before you get on to journeyman, I follow Andy on Twitter. Yes. What, what about you winding up the Melbourne? Was it the Melbourne City or Melbourne Victory supporters? Who were you winding up this morning? I think it might have been the 125 uh, away <laughs> supporters that Melbourne City is going to produce. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just let them have their fun. We we don't. There's already enough, you know. Sort of. Hey, well, let me fill us in. What did he? How did oh, he wind him up? How'd you wind him up, Andy? Oh. Just by, uh, you know, they've obviously got the uh, the oil money, but their uh, their their crowds are uh, on the pathetic side. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Not good. Anyway, have you got a journey? He wound them up on Twitter this right. morning because uh, they put out a there was a tweet that got put out. All of the Melbourne City's away mm. seats have been that's a sellout. <laughs> I could see, and then he said, "Oh, well done, all 125 of you." Anyway, right. Andy, uh, by the way, well, that's just between you and I. Really, I shouldn't right. have brought it up. Give me a journeyman, please. No, it's okay. Apparently, they've contacted Port Adelaide for their tarps anyway for the rest of the uh, the days. But um, my my journeyman's uh, my journeyman actually played for thirteen clubs, but he's one of the best players to ever do it in King Zlatan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Zlatan uh, Ibrahimovic. Oh, Ibrahimovic. Yes. Ibra- yeah, yeah, no, magnificent. No, yeah. With his work. Thirteen clubs he played, nice, but he's the superstar. Nice arrangement too. Yeah, no, beautiful looking man. <laughs> but he's a superstar, Andy. I mean, yeah. with, with the the journeyman typically is somebody who kind of spends their whole life a little uncertain about what's coming next, but they always Survive. somehow manage to be found by someone. And then at the end of the day, you look back in the career and you go, "They're thriving, Teddy. Yeah, he's played some very. <laughs> they've played some good stuff. He's contributed, and or she has." Yeah, that's right. They have. Yeah. Uh, Kings Latan. He was a superb operator. So um, that's the only line we draw in the sandy. So Dirk Nannis. See, cricket's odd because, you know, with T20, yep. you know, the franchise leagues around the world, you can pick up a whole lot of clubs pretty quickly these yeah. days. He's who he played for. Started back in the summer of 05, 06. Right. Victoria, Middlesex, Delhi Daredevils, Nottinghamshire, Canterbury, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Surrey, the Mountaineers, whoever they are, the Melbourne Renegades, the Highveld Lions, the 
Baz Nahari uh, Cricket Dundee. Right. Sydney Thunder, the Sillet Royals, the Chennai Super Kings, a Somerset and a Targo. Imagine how many uh, uniforms he's got. How many polos would he have? You'd have to keep a little something from every team, wouldn't you? A little museum in the house. That's a lot of gear. That's amazing. Mm. It's 20 past four already, honestly. Well, hang on. Are we getting into my story? Yeah, we are. We're going to do it after the break. Okay. We're going to do that after the Rule changes. Well... Go, no, no, rule changes. Well, this is not... No, no, we're going to go rule change because you've got a rule change that a lot of people heard you say something yesterday right? and wonder whether off the back of what you said yesterday, a rule change might come into the Australian Football League and we'll discuss that with you oh, okay. after this. Good. Now, I want to get to your rule change stuff, but unfortunately, well, well, unfortunately people just keep ringing you. Oh, they want to keep talking to you. Okay. Well, I've got one just before other people jump on. Here when it go. comes to the NBA, I was watching the NBA game the Warriors were playing Denver. It starts uh, tomorrow. It does, but in this one that Ish Smith is lining up with Denver, it is his 13th NBA team. And he's the ultimate journeyman because he started back in 2010 and he he was undrafted. So he never got drafted, but he's bounced around all his time. Is he a regular player? Yeah. Oh, well, well, he how, plays. Many, how many games would he play a year, though? Oh, no, he plays. He played 40 games a year? Played more than what I would have in a he- year. Does Probably, he, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but you were you were ahead of your time. Scrub. No. N- Scrub. Now so anyway, with the three point. No, no, teams. no. No, listen, I'm going to say something. It's good gear. 13 yeah, different it's teams. I'm going to say something about mm-hmm. you, and I don't know anything about basketball. Right. But two things have changed. One is the three-point game has now become king. So True. if you were playing in the NBA now. I oh, know. Much better suited. Sweet spot. Much two, better suited. They are far more open now to the quality being brought to the table by international oh, players. of course. So they, they don't have this automatic, uh, well, they're a second-tier type um, you know, scra- scrapper. Absolutely. So if you were around nowadays doing what you used to do for the Tigers in your uh, in your mm. pomp, mm. you'd be in a starting five. Well, I don't know about that. I, I know you would be. No, well. I, I know you would be. Well, I appreciate it. Thank but you very much. I don't. You know, with your greatest bona fides when it comes to basketball assessment, I really appreciate it, but I'm not sure that would be the case. Okay, but well, those who are old enough to remember no, Gazi. No, sure sharp. Here, those who are old enough to, to remember Gazi as a player. start that. In the modern NBA, if Gazi was in his stupid. absolute prime, no, it's not about would, he be, in a, would he be in the starting five of an NBA team? No, I, well, I don't think yes, sta- would. No, I wouldn't be in the starting five. I'm saying they would isolate you in the Coming corner. The bench. No, they'd be isolating you in the corner. Knocking down those threes. You'd be Captain Swish. Well, the other thing is I've got to get down the other end, though. That's the problem. That oh, nah, yeah, you need to be uber elite. Yeah, but once it release, once it leaves your fingers, Mate, what about, um, you know it's going in, so you can get in transition before the ball's even got to the cock. Yes. What about old mate, the shooter? Jeez. From Captain, Miami. Captain nothing but net. Anyway, just let's get to Joel. Okay. Before you're thinking of another name that you've forgotten, let's get to no, Joel. It's just outrageous how much they value shooting. It was an example of it. I'll get back to you. Thank you. Joel's in Druin. Have you got a, the ultimate journeyman for us? Uh, sp- uh, uh, inspired by our chat earlier with Josh Walker, who's a good fella, and we hope he gets uh, either rookie to uh, north or, 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 in fact, a fourth club somewhere. At 29 years of age, key position player. I think clubs will be looking at him. Uh, Joel, who, uh, who have you got? Jolly, he's there. I can, I can tell I can he's hear there. him. Sometimes it just takes a little while to get he's down in the to Druin. He's in Druin. It's a long way away. Jolly, are you with us? No, he's on a long journey. Yeah, oh, well, Jolly, we, we got you, mate. Yeah, uh, ultimate journeyman for, in terms of clubs, in terms of features, Ben Hudson. Yeah, no. Who, who, I missed that. Ben who, Hudson. Oh, Ben Hudson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
How many clubs? Uh, how many clubs did Ben Hudson end up playing for? Uh, four was it? Four. 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 There you go. It was two. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Of course it was. Hey, hey, Joel. There's a couple of ruckmen who are going to fit into this conversation. I reckon. Um, so let's Who's see. The big fella you mentioned uh, just before. Well, well, A Rod came in and mentioned Tom Campbell. Right. That's the Tom one. Campbell's been on an AFL list since 2012. Continues to be on St Kilda's list. Has played 56 games in that mm. entire time. But mm. because he's a ruckman, continues to survive. Yes. Thank you very much. Well, they don't. Here's what you know. What they say about them, they don't get any shorter. Well, they Andy. do actually because you shrink. Well, that's not until you you've passed your, you know. Correct. Like, I was six seven. I reckon I'm about six five and a half now. You are a diminished. You're a diminished man. It's the compacting of the spine. Uh, on you're not as imposing as cartilage is not quite there, despite all the glucosamine I pump into my body. <laughs> anyway, do you reckon it works? No. Nah. Mm. I take it though. I'd so do I for me. Right yeah, elbow, I take no it. Good. I yeah. don't know. It might work. Just every day. Tyler pop. Hero. That's the one. Thank you. Uh, oh, 622. Yeah, there you go. Mate, he just signed a four year. It's like 35 million a year. Oh, that could have been your loot. Duncan if Robinson. You're around well, that's probably more my go. Duncan Robinson's coming out splashing you're threes a better left, right, and centre. You're a better player than him. Well, no, you are. He's picking up about 20 million a year. That could have been yours. <laughs> Bob's in Fremantle. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> then we would have missed. All these opportunities to sit next to you. It's a very good point. Because let me tell you, if I was making 20 a zillion a year... You'd rather be here. No, that's true. Thank no, you very I'd much. Probably buy the joint. Bob's in Fremantle. Robert, uh, who have you got for us, please? Bobby. I wonder oh, if this is the... Right. Oh, oh, Bob, were you breaking up there? No, no, go, Bob. Uh, anyway... Matter of interest, I watched one basketball game in my life. Yes. I said I watched one basketball game live. And in and my what? Life. Yeah, which game of that? Which and game was, was that? Yeah, go on. Gazy winning the against the Wildcats yes. so years ago. Gazy, and it was the most embarrassing. Oh no! Don't tell me. Well, Rod. probably the only one who won it in Perth uh, to win the championship, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was the most embarrassing trade. Crowd behaviour ever. I yes. went to change rooms, the Tigers change rooms, but I didn't notice you, Daisy. There were some big, big fellas there. Yeah, it was 1993, and that's true. A lot of people. Oh, when you, I'll say this uh, to you, Bob. Is that we as a team, because we're so excited about the win, because what he's referring to when we went up to accept the trophy, that the Perth fans started booing. Oh, that's pathetic. But but you know what? We didn't even take it. We we just knew that the, how patriotic they were, no, and they were upset they lost rubbish. at the time. We personally, or I personally, we we didn't take too much of offence to it. Had you cheated? Did you cheat? No, not at all. Were you just the better team? We were just the better team. Well, cop that sweet Perth supporters. Yeah, no, well, it was no, you had a cop it sweet. And yeah, Bob's well, I think they do. They did. Well, not in, well, not then. Not no, ninety three. Well, that was disappointing. True. No, they didn't then. But but on, in all honesty, we didn't. It was, it was a big brouhaha about it for the uh, time afterwards because everyone's making those comments about it. But but honestly, we didn't. Didn't really take that great of offence. Uh, you, you, but you take the high road. That's who you are. Mm. That's the sort of man that you are. That's why you're the captain of Australia. Hey, it's 27 to 5. Let's get to when a break. When am I going to get to my thing? Well, Justin's got a cricket rule change that he wants to discuss with you. So why don't you discuss it with yours first, and we'll get to Justin with his after okay. this. Well, it's not a rule change. It's, it's an observation. I think you're Well, sort of, but it's, yeah. You know, it's in the rules. Thank you. We're here for genre of conversations. We're here for robot building supplies. They've got it at Robots and Berwick BMW. I'll tell you where they've got beautiful cars, pre-owned vehicles. You have one of them. Oh, the 330i wagon, tip top.
Uh, nice work, Stone Cold. Very, very nice Give me indeed. A hell, yeah. hell yeah. So Justin's in Wandon. He's got a cricket rule change that he wants to bounce off you. But I okay. want to hear. Oh, look at you over there carrying on no. like a two bob watch. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> The I, way you were throwing your head around in a little tanty over there no. is most unbecoming. No, well, I had a conversation. Well, I'd I like you to go. Have. Well, that's what we're doing now. Okay, let's hear Justin. So, no, first. before we get to Justin. Oh, you're on to me first. Yes, oh, please. please. <laughs> well, this is on the back of what we heard. Most unbecoming. Um, from Mitch, Mitchell Stark. And we're talking about the man cat. You know when you, know, when you run yeah, out there, that is, yeah. the non-striker. And he has come up with a, a, a suggestion that... Every time, and I quote, every time the batter leaves the crease before the front foot lands, dock them a run. There's no grey area then. And in T20 cricket, where runs are so handy at the back end of games, can be decided by one or two or three runs all the time. If all of a sudden you get docked 20 runs because a batter leaves early, you're going to stop doing it, aren't you? Now, to me, that might... If you think that that's okay, well, no, that might no work good. at the elite level because no. you've got the technology, you've got the cameras, you've got all that. But I don't understand, Andy, why there is such a... Stigma? A stigma. That's the right word. Why there is a stigma for if someone is just taking too much of an advantage... Cribbing. Why wouldn't you just bang and you're out? Now, we've seen it happen and they've actually... It was a few months ago they actually changed the rules of the That's game right. it's now, into yeah. a different category. So it is actually part of the rules. Now that in itself should take away the stigma if it's a rule's a rule. But it was always it was always a rule. It was just mm. deemed to be No, no, sort of I, it was in a, it was a category of the rule, Andy. It wasn't like there was a bit of grey, I think, how it used to be. And what they've done in it was literally uh, only a couple of months ago. Yeah, you used to have to warn a batter and you know, say, look, my mate, mate, you're creeping and you know, if you keep doing that I'm gonna I'm gonna run you. But no one ever did, and if you ever did or even tried it, you were deemed to be sort of breaching the spirit of the game somehow. Well that's right. Now I don't know whether Mitchell Stark's idea is is gonna be easily implemented. I'll it would you, at the elite level. I'll tell you what it would easy. at the elite level, but you need rules that can be applied right throughout. And here's a simple one: you're mm. out of your crease. Yes. You see, here it is: you're out of your crease, yes. and I'm running in the bowl, yep. and you're out of your crease. I knock the bales off the wicket, and you're out of your crease. No discussion. Yeah. Ta da! Ta See you later. Now, is that not a simpler approach? That is a simpler now, approach. But, so, why do people and you played cricket? I, I played I cricket played grade six. Cricket. I was a captain no, of the no, team. I played, I played lots of in, uh, and I played team for the, uh, the team of the century. Malvin, nice long uh, but only for a couple of games because we had some disputes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> when you cricket need to explain to me, Andy, why that is such seen as such a stigma against yeah, the bowler yeah. against the the uh, morality of the game. No, it's a rule. It's a rule. You do it. Don't don't get an advantage. Otherwise, you're allowing the batsman an advantage that they shouldn't have without giving the bowler an opportunity to stop them from getting that advantage. Your solution, uh, as opposed to Starkey's, is mm. far simpler. But clearly, Starkey's been around a bit more than me. Yeah, that's okay. It doesn't mean he's he's got any better. Uh, but he's only he's only pr- providing that alternative because he understands the stigma that's around. That's right. It. But I think everybody. But why is there a stigma? Well, well actually, uh, why is there a stigma? Why? Uh, I don't understand. Is it because because you're worried about the bowler faking or something? Well, it's sort but of. If, you, if you're in, if you're in. No, well, sort of backing up has always been an encouraged part of the game. Like yeah. you're encouraged as the. Well, back up with your bat in I the, understand, but then you're sort the of crease. doing, you're sort of getting, you're, you're being pinged for sort of 
you know, doing the right thing. No, well, who's doing the right no, thing? No, the, the run, the non-striker. But you you're know, getting you an advantage. Back up and get ready to go. I understand that. So, so you're not doing the right no, thing. Well, I, I can't actually come up with a very neat answer as to why there is a stigma. Okay, so maybe. no, I can't. I can't. Right. I can't think of it. So we, we've given Mitch's uh, idea the Kyber. Well, the problem with that is that imagine how many times I'd have to go. Oh, hang on. No, no, but you, I'm going. Go. You'd have yeah. a fixed camera on there. I, no, no, but you'd have to still have to check it every single time. There's an appeal, wouldn't Correct. you? Correct. No, no, you don't even appeal. No, every just time be, there's a, yeah, that'd right. be a little message. Uh, no, nah, he, he he jumped the gate there. Yeah, but he'd have to one be, run. He'd have to do that yeah, every well, delivery. But he'd still have to be checking the tape. Well, someone's there watching it live. Oh, I don't. I know, but I mean. You'd you'd want to make sure you're getting it right. What if the bloke goes, uh, Doc, run, he took off early. And then you look at the replay and the bloke hasn't gone early. Right. Then you've got all sorts of problems. No, that's Do you true. back the technology to be 100% oh, right all the time? It's pretty easy. I'll ask down. the question again. Do you back the technology to be correct 100% of the time? On this particular call, yes, I would. Oh, well, because it's foolish. simple. Like Mitch Stark said, if the front foot is down I understand what you're and saying. the person is out of the crease, Doc run. I understand. What so you're the tech, you don't need sophisticated but technology. But what for that. there's going to be bang bang moments where it is so tight in between. Do you give the benefit of the doubt to the runner? Well, how's it bang bang? Is because the, the foot's foot down. Well, because oh, okay. sometimes it's going saying. to be you know you're, yeah you're maybe slowing it you know no and was you know. it was the batch slightly up yeah that's right foot slot, yeah all maybe. Of that. But I want to know why this just get destigmatize it. If you're out of your crease and the bowler knocks off the bales, you're out. Well, it seems like cricket are wanting to destigmatise it in the way in which a couple of months ago they changed the rule. They actually wrote the rule differently. Justin's got another cricket rule change. Before we get to your rule change, Justin, are you? Where do you sit on the destigmatising of the man cat? Well, it's actually the exact same rule I'm talking about. Well, the oh, exact nice. same well, rule, but I reckon Mitch. Mitch, Mitch Starks goes a bit far. I think they already have the technology to check it out. Don't they check for no balls on every ball? They do. And he Just used for, that. And he, so Justin, he used that in his explanation. So, I didn't read the whole thing out, but he actually yeah. said they are doing that. Mm. But what they, what they should do, instead of making it 20 runs for each time, if the, bats, if the batsman, if batsman at the strike, non-striker's end is out of their crease and the person hits it for six, dot ball. If they hit it for four, dot ball. So it's a dot ball unless they go out. If they go out, then they're out. It's like basically reversing the no ball rule. Okay. That okay. seems to make a bit of sense. So, it, all right. Well, I think we need to digest it. But I, I, yeah, I just need to know, is it one run or a 20-run penalty? If they, or is Justin just coming no, no, out? No, no, so, no. What, no, whatever it is, Andy. Oh, so if you hit a six, yep, off yep. The, yeah, then, then, it, then it's a dot ball. So no matter what it is, it's a dot ball. ball. But if you again. go out, you're still out. Yeah. So if you man cat them though, you're saying, "Yep, you're still out." No, no, no. But you just don't. You won't need. You won't need to worry about it, Casey, because what right. will happen, especially in the short form game, is the batsmen will stay in their crease. That's what they'll do. No, what if they don't? Because they don't want to lose. Okay, but what if they don't? Well, well if they don't. If they don't, then if the bloke hits it for six, Gazy, yep. then it's not six. It's a dot ball. You lose that ball. You don't bowl it again. You lose that ball. Okay. That's a dot ball. Okay. Can you still, if you choose not to bowl the ball, but man cab the bloke, if you choose to do it, if you've got the super, say you've got the number yeah. 11 on strike, but the number three is on 120, uh, the non-strikers in, Justin, can you still choose to man cab him if you like? You can still run them out of the non-strikers end. Jared won't like it if you keep calling it man-catting, I'll tell you right now. Oh, I know. But run them out of the non-strikers end. Oh, for want of a better term. Is man-catting, you're not allowed oh, I believe it's sort of frowned upon a little bit these days. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, uh, but okay, so I don't mind your theory, Justin. I reckon it's all right. There's a six-pack of uh, CBK Brewing draft. Well, in fact, I think you you're still going to have to check it every time you, like. you hit a, a run. Yeah, but that's a bit... 
It's a bit not as time-consuming and fraught with... Well, it's not much different. Ah, I believe it is. Australian-owned and made <laughs> CB Carbon Brewing Beers for Australian tastes since 2004. I don't know how, but I'll trust you. <laughs> Namibia have set the Dutch a total of 122 for victory. Ooh, I, don't, I think no, the Dutch no, have got this. Second innings underway imminently. Nicely mm. put, we will and tell. It's 16 minutes to five already. Let's get back to your calls. Uh, hey, Tim, the, the the stigma of running out the non-striker. Um, will, will there ever be a time where, where it passes in cricket and it becomes an accepted part of the game? I don't know, Andy. I've been I've been thinking about why the stigma's there, and I just think you you don't want bowlers having in their mind this is an option to get a wicket, and you know you, you don't want to be watching cricket where you're seeing all these wickets fall without a ball being bowled. But why not? Because uh, so I think if it's at the margin, but I think it's at, if it's at the margin, uh, Gazy, If it's at the margin, yeah. bowlers are going to try it on. All the time, and, and it's just going to—it's—it's just going to be crap. So, I, I personally think that's why it's there. It's not black and white because you know a bowler's running thing, and this is the way I'm going to get the bloke out. Right. It is hard to know. Well, I think they have changed it so it is. Oh black no, and there's white no now. question. There's no yeah. question that the the um the the kind of notion of it that it sits outside the spirit of the game. They've tried to lift that and perception. I think the, the the with 2020 becoming more prevalent, that's where I think. It, it becomes a way more of an advantage if you can every run is crib out there absolutely. a little bit further. Tom's in Tom's in Werribee wants to have a chat about the same stu- so, same subject, Keith. Okay, you've really touched on something here. Well, I do. Hello, Tom. Tommy, Andy's Andy's pleasure to talk to you on this fine afternoon. You too, Thank Thomas. You, Tom. uh, you too, Tom. Listen, I want to just touch on this with the stigma around Mancat. I love cricket. I play cricket myself. Um, it's just it comes down to the spirit, and it's a cheap way of getting a wicket. That's what the, the the mentality is around it. Now, if we flip it onto the side of the batsman, yeah. If you have a shot at the stumps, for example, right, and yep. you're in the field, and it, and it and it deflects off a batsman's bat, and it goes as if you can steal another run. All batsmen know that you do not run, mm-hmm. right? It's that is the stigma associated with that as well. So. If we're going to move down the path where a bowler is able now, because I think to answer the last guy, what he said, I think we are moving towards this being more acceptable. Yeah. If if it is started to be accepted, then I have a feeling that there's going to be other little things that will then come to the forefront, such as a deflection off the bat when a, when a, it's a run-on opportunity, a bloke dives, it deflects off his bat, and it goes into a gap, and, and they can steal more runs. Now, that's considered outside of the spirit of the game. So the, where do you draw the line? That's that's where it's mm. going to start to come into it, I reckon. Yeah, well, I think they are a little different. I hear what you're saying, and you try to create that analogy, but I'm not sure that's is is it, things is it that, they sort of the same with the morality oh, of. Oh, oh, should you take into account any of these things that the spirit of the game? I mean, you're the you know basketball. Mm. You don't you know if the game's over, you don't play at a time. Well, that's rubbish too. Well, I reckon it's absolute junk. It's stupid. Absolute I, I junk. Just, mate. You're in the entertainment business. Play it out. Go your hardest, mate. Of course, get a couple of extra points in your that's in the right. box score. That's you know? right. So I, the whole spirit of the game thing. Mm. Uh, that's a maybe. Is that, a, bygone, more, is that a bit of a bygone era or all that sort of stuff? That's right. I reckon the more black and white you can make the rules. I agree. Play to the rules. The, the easier it is to adjudicate, understand. It, it takes away that that grey area. I agree, mate.
I totally agree. But I hear what he's saying. I can understand what he's saying because you, you're sort of creeping up, so you're getting an advantage there. If you're throwing down the stumps of the bat, yeah, batter what he's saying, hits the ball, well, you know, well, don't run. So open the whole thing up and just play to the rules. Mm. Greg's in Epping. You got a journeyman for us, Greg? Yeah, I just heard you mention Alan Davis, but I'm driving, so I can't look up his record. But I reckon you're selling him a bit short. If you had a look at his St Kilda record, I reckon if he was running around today, he'd be a pretty handy half forward. So I reckon if you have a look at his stats, he was pretty damn good at St Kilda. Oh, no, no, that's my point. Oh, I reckon he was too good a player. To, to be a journeyman. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I reckon he was a, um, a top, top shelf operator. So... Um, yeah, no, I think I think you're you're right. Just looking at his record now, St Kilda. He played 173 games and kicked 308 goals. So he's gone to Melbourne, Essendon, and Collingwood after he'd been at St Kilda for 12 seasons. So he still played 250 games, 372 goals. Mm. I mean, they're elite numbers. Nice. He was a magnificent mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very good point you raised, Greg. And it's a very good point that I raised as well. Well, you raised. Thank you. <laughs> uh, great to have your company this Tuesday afternoon. Lovely day. Beautiful. Oh, magnificent. A magnificent day. Started off a little chilly. Nice little stretch coming up. So if you're, you know, the outdoors tight, you're going to mow some Unfortunately, we've got a bit more rain coming over the weekend, I think. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But hopefully uh, hopefully it's not too bad and we don't further create more problems than what we're already experiencing. Mate, I was having a look at the bomb before. The forecast for New South Wales in the next four or five days, five or six days, not good, Keith. Shocking. Not good. Um, we spoke to Josh Walker earlier in the show. It's one of those times, isn't it, where um, you know there's unfortunately some high-quality footballers, for whatever reason, are being told that their time at their um, current football club is no longer required. Alec Waterman, unfortunately, is one of those. The Essendon Footy Club completed their delistings today. Cody Brand, Braden Ham, and Alec uh, have told that they're, for the time being at the least, services are no longer required at the Essendon Footy Club. And Alec Waterman, who's had one of the most extraordinary footy arcs uh, to get to this level, has been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, mate, uh, commiserations on the news, and we appreciate you joining us on the show. Hey, boy, thanks for having me on. When did, when did you find out? Was it today, or did you get told last night? Yeah, no, just this morning. Yeah. Um, just this morning. Um, yeah, no, disappointing. Not the end of the world, but disappointing. And, um, yeah, basically... Just it didn't do a lot wrong. It just in terms of where our list, our list is at, it's just good to be on. So it was a pretty short conversation, but hmm. um, no, that's where we move forward. And was it one Alec that you you were expecting? Uh, did, was there conversations throughout the course of the season with your agent, and were you prepared for this, or was it more of a shock? Uh, I wouldn't say shock. Um, I think just coming from where I've sort of come from, the way I come onto the list, it's sort of um, each year. Uh, I mean, last year I was lucky enough to get that extension sort of in July. Um, but this time around, I was sort of prepared for both. Anyway, just sort of had an open mind. But um, I was surprised. I thought I'd done enough for at least another 12 months. But um, I was prepared for both. I mean, yeah, yeah, as I said, you have an open mind. And, um, yeah, we, we move forward now. It's sometimes too difficult or sometimes difficult to self-assess and what's taken place. But... Do you reckon you were given a fair crack at it, that you were given a, a, a reasonable opportunity to uh, show what you could provide them? Um, yeah, I think so. And I thought I, I thought I was pretty uh, pretty handy when I was out there on the field. Um, I thought I did my job a number of times. And, um, you yeah, know, I played, I think, more games last year than I did this year. And, you know, for whatever reason, I wasn't able to be in 22 
as many times this year, which is absolutely fine. I was uh, I was in the squad, you know, I was emergency a, a lot of times throughout the mid part of the year, but for you know, I just couldn't get in, or you know, was held over as the carryover a number of times. So I thought come the end of the year that even though I hadn't played as much, I thought I was right there. I thought that sort of meant that you're you know within that 25 to 30 range. But mm. um, as I said, it's not a shock at all, but it's, no. it's a bit surprising. But that's yeah, that's part of it. Alec, you're an unusual side. You look to me like you're a you like you would like to play key position. You might even like to be like the last line kick it to me, get it to me one on one type forward. And yet, I'm not sure how many times I saw you in the 22 or 23 games at, at the level get used in that role. And you don't always get to pick and choose. You, you do what the coach asks you to do. But is that the sort of footy that you like to play? And, and how many times did you actually get to play that role? And I played that role pretty much every time I was in the AFL, which, you know, as I said before, I'm happy to do whatever. Um, and I play whatever role um, the coaches wanted me to. I, I just I played that sort of position as a deep forward back in the waffle just for a bit of fun and uh, played some good footy. And that's sort of where Essendon got me over. So that's sort of all they really saw. And um, I said a number of times I'm, I'm happy to play other positions. But at that time and for the last sort of, 18 months, or two, two seasons, sorry. Um, they've only really played deep forward, and so I was happy to do that. Didn't get the opportunity to really play in any other positions, but, um, you know, that's how it goes. Um, that's what they needed from me at the time, and said that, you know, we know you can play in any other position in the forward line. We just sort of need you to do this for us. Right. Um, so I said, yeah, I'm happy to do that. And, um And go from there, but you know, that's how it is. And you got to move on pretty quickly. What's... Your plans in the short term in regards to keeping fit and trying to make sure you give yourself the best chance to get another opportunity. We spoke to Josh Walker earlier mm. on, and he said that uh, no, no dramas there. He's still got the plans from North Melbourne. He still he comes in and uses the facilities, and uh, it's it's all going to be a a relatively smooth transition. Is that your experience as well? Oh. Uh, yeah, I've got the, the program from Essendon that I was sent a few weeks ago, and so I'll continue to use that. Um, so I'll use that for the next however many weeks, and if I'm able to get a life on, that'd be fantastic. Um, I'd love to, so I'm really keen to keep going, but if not, um, um, I'll, you know, I'll play footy somewhere, but and I'll, I'll really enjoy it. But yeah, in terms of the short term, I'd love to get another opportunity and I've got some stuff to, to keep fit for sure. Talking to Alec Waterman, who's just been delisted by the Bombers, I mean, did you ever give up hope first time around? It's an, it's an, it, quite an extraordinary kind of journey through the game. You know, three years at the Eagles, five years out of the AFL program and then back for a couple at Essendon. Mm. Um, did you ever give up hope first time around that the, the, the door might have been closed to you? I didn't give up hope. I I, I don't know how to explain it. I sort of, yeah, as, as you said, I was only at West Coast for a little bit. And, um, yeah, after I sort of got back to playing footy initially, I was just playing reserves. And, um, mate, I was a long way off AFL footy or any sort of high-level footy. So I, I didn't give up hope, but I sort of just accepted the fact that, you know, Waffles um, probably going to be me first in my career. And I was really happy with that. Um, and as I said, the... The COVID year in Perth, we ended up getting 10 games away and I just played deep forward at Claremont and, you know, um, had some fun with your mates and then Adrian called and got me across. So I hadn't really 
it happened really quick. I didn't really know much else. So um, I, I felt like I was just sort of getting into a groove again and, um, you know, playing different positions and training different positions and, you know, trying to expand my game uh, and go from there. But, um, yeah, unfortunately not. Will you stay in Melbourne? We know that mm. Waterman family's sort of West Australian football royalty. You blokes, are you, will you stay here or will you head back to WA for, for part of it until you find out what happens next? I'll stay here for the medium term, um, you know, into the new year and hope that there's another opportunity somewhere for sure um, and then work from there. And if, if there's not, well, then a decision will have to be made. I've, I've got great relationships to claim on, which I'd love to go back to as well, but... Nothing's for certain at the moment. But, yeah, for the short to medium term, um, the aim is to stay as fit as possible and get another opportunity somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And do you sit down and you look at all the other lists and think, oh, gee, I'd fit perfectly in <laughs> yes. with that list and perhaps yeah, yeah, pick yeah. up the phone and maybe sell your, sell yourself to the club or is that just you just leave it to your agent? Yeah, I'm not the one to ring up the club and sell myself, but... Um, yeah, I'll leave that to the to the managers, and, and um, yeah, I'm happy to be there anytime, anywhere to sit down and chat and go through with any club that's interested or wants to ask a few questions. I'm happy to do that, and yeah, for anyone that's listening, yeah, really keen um, to keep going. Um, yeah, it's so definitely a little bit surprising this morning. Um, it's not the end of the world, and it's not a huge shock. It's surprising as I was sort of you know feeling like I was gaining a bit of momentum. Um, uh, the last preseason was my first one in about five years, so I felt the real benefits of that, and I was looking forward to another one. So hopefully, as I get one somewhere else. Yeah. And it's a free, they've got a new start going on. Who actually del- delivers the Sorry? news? They're, they're with Essendon, you know, there's a new look that's going to be yeah. coming over the next uh, short period of time. Who actually sits down and delivers the news? Do you have inter- any interaction at all with the the new coach, or is it just done through the list managers and those types of things? Uh, this morning, yeah, just for the managers and the head of footy, yeah. Um, I've met Brad, I, he wasn't there this morning, um, but yeah, no, just the list manager, yep. So, and you mm. said earlier that it was a pretty short conversation. Um, were there any questions you wanted to have answered at the time, or once the news is delivered to you, you just want to, are you one of those blokes who just wants to get out of the room and, and deal with what comes next? Uh, oh, it, it was short, but it wasn't, it was no hard feelings or anything. I've, Adrian got me over two years ago, and I'll be forever grateful for that opportunity. That's twenty more AFL games than I thought I'd ever play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, like it wasn't, it wasn't a, there was nothing, you know, awful about it. It was, a, it was just, it is what it is. But when you hear that message, you don't really tend to want to stick around too long. Um, so no, it, it was fine. Uh, I got the message, and um, yeah, I'll, yeah, that that's officially done today. So, um, but yeah, over the next sort of few weeks, hopefully, some interest around, and, and we'll work through that. But um, yeah, first things first. We'll just keep it day yeah. by day and just stay fit and hope something happens. Well, there's hundreds of games of footy left in you, mate, at 26 years of age. So uh, yeah. let's let's hope that um, you know somebody's out there has seen you know what you can bring to the table and they they like what they've seen and there's a lifeline coming your way in uh, either of the drafts that are not too far away. Good luck with everything, mate, and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, boys. All there. Good on you, Good Alec, man. Alec Good Waterman. luck. 22 games for the Bombers, 27 goals. I mean. It, it, it's for, given where he came from. So mm. three seasons, I think it was at the West Coast Eagles, ended in 2016. Then just goes back to the waffle and you know does his thing for five seasons before Essendon seat. His first year with the Bombers plays 14 games and kicks 17 goals, coming off 
a waffle base. Solid really. Routine. That's pretty good, mm. really. In a good team, then. Yep. And Two he, years ago, that was the, they made the finals, too, didn't they? They, they did, eight and six. So they, of the 14 games that he played, mm. um, they won eight, lost six. And this is a bloke who's come off a, a non-AFL base. So he talks about getting through the preseason and building on that. And like it, it's easy to hear, isn't it? Like yep. 26 years old, knows he can play at the level to a degree, thinks the best is in front of him, and he's just desperate for somebody to give him and you know there'd be so, any sort of a chance. There'd be so many players that are in that same position, and quite often it's just about trying to find the right time, the right list, the right coach, and all those things align, and it can have a profound difference on your long, longevity mm. and and just sort of keeping yourself in it. And he seems like the fellow with what he's been in the past that, that understands that you keep working at it, then they'll find you. Yeah, I oh, no doubt. So you look around who's been you – know, uh, Jack Madgen and Caleb Poulter were also delisted from Collingwood today. Um, Jared Leanett, uh was delisted by the Saints. You look around – Kane Turner, for example, at North Melbourne. Now, who knows what happens to Turner next, but mm. he was in the North Melbourne leadership group for the last two years. Yep. So, so it's a bloke – and he played – I think he might have played every game this mm. season. Mm. It's a bloke who, you know, has been a role player. Well, they're rebooting, aren't they? They're, they're going they through. Are. So they those are. types of players which – under different circumstances, that's what I'm referring to. It's the, quite often it's the context of the circumstance that a particular club finds in, themselves in, not necessarily a reflection on your own ability or your own value. No, that's you true. You have greater value in a different set of circumstances. And the other reality is mm-hmm. you can just come out of contract at the at wrong, the wrong time. in the wrong season. Yeah, exactly. You know, this, whatever those circumstances might be, that particular club, uh, new coach coming in, new regime, new direction, if you're the one coming out of contract that year – I think that plays a very big role in in part of the decision that might ultimately mm. see you leave mm. that footy club. What about what do you make of the um, the Brown brothers at, from yeah. Collingwood? Yeah, we, uh, Callum, I remember when he came on to the scene, you thought, oh, he's a he's a long term uh, player. Mm. He's someone that's going to be part of the the organisation for quite some time. Now it hasn't worked out for either of them. Well, I've got. I don't know about Tyler. Tyler just never came on. I thought he had more more range than his brother. Right. Not necessarily a better player. Well, I thought when Callum, remember when Callum oh, no, the Cal- first few games, yeah. you're going, oh, hang on. We've, I think we might have something yeah, here. Yeah, of course. I mean, you mm. thought he was going to play a lot of footy in that midfield for a long time. but So he'd be one that you, you'd underline, I reckon. I mean, you'll, there's a few around. You just There's a couple of names that jump off the list of the players who have been delisted. You think, mm. oh, there's no way knowing these blokes are finished at the level. And Mitch Wallace, I know you're not as buoyant as I oh, am. Oh, no, I, I love him as a – but I'm, I reckon there's something about the way he plays mm. that um, would be attractive. Well, if there's a club out there that wants character and yeah. leadership and, and a role player, he could easily um, tick that box. And I know – well, he's stated, hasn't he, that he mm. thinks he's got more football and desperate to keep going. So, Well, AG off the uh, temper text machine, magnificent beds. If you're looking for a new bed, the temper well, bed, I can probably get it. I sleep in one and it's magnificent. 40 winks is probably uh, the place to and, go. Well, of course. It would be mm. rude if you didn't. Uh, I tell you, he's make, AG makes the point. The quality – and tell me if you agree with this. The quality of the delisted players suggests that – the uh, we have enough talent for a nineteenth team. Oh well, I've got. Do no, you see that? No, I've got no doubt about that. Uh, th- yeah. this, I don't think it's that this level of player. I, it's when you're talking about being competitive. It's the quality of the top end you can bring in, because at at that middle tier, there's a lot of players that miss out that we also they are good enough. It's whether to me, it's whether or not there is enough of those top end 
game changer yeah. players, if there's enough of those, not so much. These so what do types you want of... to see more of? Do you want to do you want to see razzle dazzle and superstar, or do you want to see contests? What 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 floats your boat more? Well, I think you need both. Yeah, but, of course you do. But, but what do you what what most? What do you want to see mostly? Well, I think the reality of it is, uh, if you don't have that top real top type talent, you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be competitive. No, no. But, but you can put in place. After get a list of forty, or whatever well, it is now forty. To... If you get a list of forty four, that you all go. These are AFL quality players. But if you don't have that. You know, those marquee guys that we all know are the game changers. And, and, and we had this conversation at the start of the, in the off-season before the season about how many of those does it actually take mm. to make a difference. Mm. And I think we were sort of hovering around that eight or something we thought you needed or there Well, there aren't many teams that have got eight game no, changers in their, that's true. in their midst. In fact, very few. But if you can't see uh, on AFL lists somewhere, players like James Rowe, Liam Stocker, Callum Brown, Jack Madgen, Caleb Poulter, Connor Blakely, Quinton Narkel, um, Kane Turner, Jed Anderson, Sydney Stack, Jake Arts. If you can't see, just mm. to pick a few, if you can't see um, Tommy Williamson, if he decides mm. he wants, if you can't see those players on an mm. AFL list somewhere, even if they're just mm. depth players on an AFL list, well, I don't think you're looking very hard. Well, here's, here's another thought from Steve. Is this list clogger hour? I don't think it's that. It's definitely not that. I think you look at all these players and you go back and you well, watch the Liz tape. Clog- what is list clogger? I mean, it means that they're there, they're, but they're really not going to make any difference. I think. But I, you need it. You're going to. The, the reality of it is, there is. You need those players. Of course, you do. You just need the better ones. But all. But all, of all the blokes that I've just mentioned, they've all shown that they can play at the level without mm. being embarrassing and. Uh, most of them have played, or a lot of them have played in um, teams that have won yep. significant numbers. Not all of them, but some of them have been in winning mm. winning yeah. organisations. So, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think there's, I think there's enough talent, but it depends what you want to see mm. when you turn the tally on and go to what sort of football do you want to see played. And mm. if you want to see Harlem Globe try to razzle dazzle, then maybe there's only room for about twelve teams in the competition. Mm. But um, well, it's not razzle. I, I think you, you you're equating razzle dazzle with something spectacular. You can be elite without necessarily having razzle dazzle. Of course, you can. So I think you need the elite but is the every, foundation. But not every player on a VFL list back in the day or an AFL list now. There's only other, the the elite players are in a significant minority. That's right. As we sit now, and that's what gets to we've circled back to the whole point mm. is to, is. Are there enough of those, and can you develop enough of them that can that would make a nineteen team competitive, like we as competitive as you want it to be? Well, that well that That's depends. Question, that depends how competitive do you want that team to be, or do you just want it in the competition? No, they've do, got to be competitive. You've got to eventually. You're hopeful that you're going to have nineteen teams, or even twenty if you mm. want it, that are going to be competitive. And the criteria is that there is uncertainty of outcome well, when they go and play a game of football. So how are we going now with that? Well, we've all it's it's how are we going when how's that going now? Well, there are a couple that have fallen off the pace a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and there? the and the couple who are up the top just get stronger. Well, that's true. Mm. Mm. So it's not working now. Mm. Uh, so to just the, whack them in. Well, I think you whack them in. Oh, I'm in favour of, by the way. I, oh, I know, I know you are. Oh, no. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I know what yeah. you mean. Mm. And it's a, it's a worthy conversation. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and it's one that'll continue to roll on. I reckon. Before you get to David Murder, backstories aren't there. It's been pointed out to me that Tyler Brown, shoulder reconstruction halfway through 21, and got glandular fever towards the end of 2022. So hasn't there, had a good run. No, there, there's you need to know the backstories mm. as to why he's 22 years of age and played 27 games. So I'm not sure how much the shoulder affected him in 21, but you need to take into account you know th- these factors as to why some players seem to hit a plateau early mm-hmm. in their careers. And if you put that to one side and get all those bits and pieces right and out of the way, mm. whether the whether the oh, yeah. trajectory is still north after that. And, and when you think of someone like uh, him, uh, you also got to put it in the context of the Collingwood Football Club and, and their salary cap's up to the wazoo, isn't it? Like they're there in all... They've had, oh, they are. Well, that's... Yeah. So, so those sometimes... Yeah, maybe. To, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if yeah. their salary cap situation was a little different, they might hang on to one or two yep. of these guys. Yep. So he's got range. Jackie Madgen well, may well, have that's right. stuck around for a little bit longer. Caleb Jeffrey Poulter. That, that's the... Uh, the long hey, He's yeah. another one. He, when he, well, He's had a couple of senior games. Yeah, my word. Yeah. And, um, I, I, you see, there's, two, there's the, all of those names. You, you, no one's going to be shocked, I don't think, if they bob up somewhere down the track. Dave's in Mernda. Welcome to the show, Dave. Yeah, g'day, boys. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm not too sure whether we can actually call them uh, list cloggers. I think it's just trying to find the um, exact right role for them. You Correct. Know, people that, there's a lot of players. Correct. I think um, looking back in history with, you know, there's some players that had no razzle-dazzle whatsoever, and I can just bring up one straight away. He's probably got the most premierships than any other player in the AFL, and that would be Michael Tuck. Nothing great about his game other than a great team man and mm-hmm. a great captain. What do you think there, guys? Mm-hmm. Well, he's a great player, but again, right place, right time, but, but right era, no right personnel yep. around you. Yep. All those things come into the the judgment of someone, and yep. we're all geniuses in hindsight. No, So razzle-dazzle, uh, that, that is 100% spot on. You know... It's there's the Scott. You talked about Scott Roth yesterday with the Tassie Jack Jumpers. Brilliant. He's pulling together a team of players who you know not all they of them. Be, a lot of them are list cloggers. To use the stereotype explanation, which is a shocking phrase of a list clogger. Yep, yep. yep. He's got a lot of them. But, but he identified. Yeah, he identified the one specifically for his system. Yeah, and you, you give him a role, and it's a role that he already knew that mm. the, that what they were capable of. And they buy in, and look at this. They in a grand final last year and doing really well. Really have a look well at have a look at a guy like Brad Close at Geelong. Uh, Brad Close has been identified by Geelong as a type, mm. and they bring him in and they developing him in the system. And now he's a, pre, a premiership player, and B, his name is on that on that twenty two uh, week in week out. Mm. But but and he's got some. He's not without tricks. But he wasn't jumping off the page. No, of course. He was that he was hmm. a player who was identified as being, yeah, we can use him in this sort of role. And there's I guarantee you that um there'll be uh oh, how many? How many do you want to guarantee? I reckon there'll be six to ten of the blokes who are delisted. We'll get jobs. Would you say up to ten? That tens uh, a, it's a lot actually. It's yeah, a lot. That is a lot. Oh, yeah, well let yeah, maybe I'll do. I'll do. I have a count. Mm. I'll have a count during the news, and I'll see how many we reckon we can come up with. Lines are open. One three hundred seven three six seven. Some of these teams are casting away guys that they're going to pick up. Which you get, well, that's you, right. Sometimes you look at and you go, "Well, Tweedledee, Tweedledum." They they might be different positions. They might have different. But as far as their t- when you look at them side by side, you go, "Oh, we're well, very similar." But it's those specifics that a club will be looking for. Spot on. Will we, be the yeah. reason why they've made these changes. We are. We're a bit. 
we're a bit shallow in this area. Correct. So we might need one. Oh, he's mm. one of those. We'll bring him in. He might only need to play eight games a year for us, but mm. we'll bring him in. Mm. Whack him on a list. Give him a year. See right. how we go. That's it. Nice work from you, uh, Stone Cold. Give nice work. Hell yeah. Consistent. Hell yeah. What sort of feedback on the old 40 Wings temper text regarding the no, uh, role is... player, list clogger, oh, think... delisted, all that sort of stuff? Uh, there's the, like Here's one comment There's a dis- from Steve. There's a distinct difference between list clogger and role player. Spot on. But here's the thing. In one club, you can be a list clogger. On a different list, you can be a role player. Yep. So it really depends on the circumstances that you're there. And um, yeah, another example, Castagna, no star, but has three medals. Boom. And maybe in a different set of circumstances, he's just battling around trying to scratch out a, a career. Yep. But instead... With that other personnel around him, hello, we've three got time something special yes. and we've got three uh, yes. medals around his neck. Absolutely right. So for whoever said that through, yeah. uh, he's a great example of the sort of player that we're talking that was about. Eric. Well done, Edgar. Well done, E. Should be more Eric's too, by the way. Should nice be more name. of them. It's a name that's sort of gone out of vogue a little bit, it's hasn't the, it? It's the ultimate Australian name. Eric. Eric, Eric Banner. Is, Eric's the ultimate Australian name. He'd be the most famous Eric. There should he? be more famous Australian Eric's. Eric Waterson Eka. played for the... Uh, Give me more, Bruce, Kevin. Yep. Instead, Eka. everyone's going with Jack, Sam. What are the other popular ones? Yeah, they'll days? do. Jack and Sam, and yeah, there's a lot know. of it. There's a lot of new names coming onto the market too. By the way, you know, mm. D Sorry, apostrophe look, something. You know. I don't want Riley, Riley. A lot of Rileys nowadays. A lot more Rileys than there used to be. Pete's on the road. Uh, hello to you, Peter. G'day, boys. Um, I'm just curious about the North Melbourne and Hawthorne delistings, and even St Kilda now. Has Fagan, Clarko, and St Kilda haven't got a coach, but Reason. Yep. have they got anything to do with these delistings, or are they abolished from the club? Like, I know they're on stand down, yeah. but no, do they bit... still have contact with the club? Oh, oh. I think they would have oh, a course, very, very significant influence yep. on these delistings. Now, I don't know. No, I would think. I don't have to. I mean, they're not allowed to, you know, like Alistair's starting work. Is mm. it officially the 1st of November? So, Clarko, and if you're well, reading, Alistair's away. He's, he's over all in that's Ireland. Right. No, the, Scotland. Scotland. Oh, that's mm. right. With the yeah. Celtic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, but he's yeah, away I, for I would while. think. I would think they would be, Pete. Mm. I mean, if I was Clarko or Chris Fagan, and I know, well, you know, I, mm. if you're in their hearts of hearts, they 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 believe they're coaching those teams, you know, through the preseason in, in, and into next season, mm-hmm. and you know the the review will take care of itself, and we'll wait to see what that what that yields. But I'm sure that both Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan will be believing they're going to coach their teams uh, in 2023. Of course, they're going to be wanting to have an input into um, the list. Yep. strategies of their footy but, clubs. But, you know, with, when it comes to those players that haven't been in the system, those young players, they'd just be putting their faith in the recruiters yeah, because they, they haven't seen that. They might have watched a bit of tape on mm, them and, mm. and had a – but ultimately they're saying, I need these characteristics. Tell me of these draft mm. kids who's going to provide is that Ross, for us. Is Ross Lying having – is he having a say on St Kilda's list movements at the moment? Well, I don't know whether he's at that – I personally am <laughs> guessing. That's n- nothing other than guessing. That uh, absolutely, but might be a little well, early. The Bondi, they said they're not appealing. I send back the emoji thumbs up. And we all move on. <laughs> I love that, Greg. See, when you hear that stuff yeah. like that, when you yep. hear the best of Ross, we should have. Yep. In fact, we should tomorrow. Why don't we put up? We'll just have our best of Ross mm. as coach. You're quite brilliant, Shane. <laughs>
Because when you hear, and some of it's intimidating and yes. quite aggressive towards the questioner, and you're glad you're not on the receiving end mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. But when you do hear a bit of that stuff, look, you know, I know there's water mm. flowing under the bridge and all that, uh, float under the bridge and all yeah. that sort of. But you do miss the Rossisms. Yes, that's true. You know, I think that's partial. That's partial. Oh, how's that? We timed it but, exactly the same. But that was done as a media performer, not as it wasn't it. That was media, not. Was no, that, when he was, was that partial, during, that was on uh, confidential. That's right, as media, not co- yeah, media, not coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. you know, we still get some gold from him as <laughs> a media performer. No, hundred percent. Yeah. When are they going on now? Let's have nearest the pin. Friday. Well, I'm only going on the basis that the temper text machine and. Usually they're right. No, they're not. Not no, usually, usually they no, are. Occasionally they're No, right. but when you see this volume that came in early, there was a, oh, was it a, a lot of people saying Friday's the day. There would have been, I reckon, six or seven different numbers. Are you sure they were different numbers? I looked at them. Well, that's staggering. It said Friday will be the day when um, Ross is going to be announced. Oh, I like it. What's your name? My oh. name's Andrew, and uh, don't blame me, Ross, because I'm only repeating what the good folk on the temper text machine were sharing with us. I want to get to a break. It's 20 minutes to six. You t- you talked about your man-catting earlier. I did. Yesterday, you accidentally touched on something, and it struck a nerve with a few people who said, Gaze, he was onto something, and you didn't even know about it. Right. When you were talking about kickers in the NFL. And the fact that when the ball doinks mm. off the post, if it goes through the crossbar or the uprights, mm. as it is in soccer, yep. if it goes into the net, doesn't matter if it comes off the post. It counts. It counts. Yes. Footy, we understand our game. Yes. Things are a little different. That, that, that's history, and people, I don't think anyone's in the mood for change. Well, but... well, people think that you were onto something again yesterday. Well, I'm not and sure I'd be onto it for the AFL, but I can... And, and yesterday we were referring to that, that Tennessee game where mm. it, it didn't actually hit the bar. It... it, it just cleared it, but you were the one that said, "Well, hang on, it doesn't, doesn't even, even matter. matter. Doesn't even have doesn't it, if it hits it and goes through. As long as it goes through, mm. very easy to adjudicate." Um, we've had this conversation before. I don't think it's ever got a lot of support it, from. Is there ever any? Can you ever see a day when that'll come in? If no. it hits the the big goal goal post and it goes either side of it, even mm-hmm. though it's hit the post, it whatever side it goes in, that yep. is the score that gets registered. If it goes through for the yep. goal side of it, it's a goal, but. And if it bounces, we've trialed, play the, on. we've trialed the ball bouncing back in, play on. Mm-hmm. That that surely never, we will never go back to that, will we? I, I think it's highly unlikely. Yes. Now, whether or not nah. we think it's a good thing, nah. I think there'd be a lot of debate. But I, I'm, of, I'm, I'm pretty much in the camp that uh, I think we just keep it the way it I'm is. I'm with you, brother. It's 18 minutes to six. We'll throw the lines open, one three hundred seven three six. 736. Tradies hour for Ace Gutters, Australian made, built to last. Matty Knights from the outside didn't work. John Worsfold, even when they made finals, there was noises about John. And then Rutten. So it's like an organ transplant. After two years, you get rejected. <laughs> uh, well, he's, I mean, he's not entirely, well, you know, that's his way of looking at it. That's Ross, of course, talking about We can always pluck examples that. Uh that want to support your own narrative. Well, it's true. You could probably come up with some other examples. Do you want to see him back in? Oh, I think it'd be great. Yeah. I think he... Uh, I, I'm just surprised that a lot of... Well, not a lot, but some St Kilda fans are embracing this because I assumed that given the way he left, that there'd be a little bit more angst. But apparently that's... There, there is some. And I'm only, I'm only judging it on the feedback that uh, I read off the... The machine here, so it's, it might not be reflective of the broader uh, sentiment towards Ross, but 
Oh, I think that he was very well accomplished at two clubs. Oh, as very a, well accomplished. Just as a pure football coach, just just that. Just mm. look at that silo. Just silo yeah. the football and forget about other, and some of the other oh, shenanigans. Front. If you if you want to just yep. you know, uh, it, I think that speaks for itself. Now, of course, he hasn't won a premiership, but it's more He's than that. There. It's more He's than close. That. You know, I don't know whether when you're talking about someone to to coach your club, whether. Mm-hmm. That box is a hundred. When you've well, been as close as yeah, what he has at both the clubs that he's coached, correct. At, that's right. So yeah. I think that speaks more than say someone who might have just won one and was and, and was fundamental to teams that he has been a coach at, correct. winning premierships. So now, now know. Andy, whether or not that style that he was implementing, whether that still can be implemented, whether he would change, all those things come come into question. But there were similar styles. So what he did at St Kilda, there was not a lot of deviation. From that at at, uh, at Fremio, would you um, agree? A little bit, but not. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Was there? A little bit, I think. I mean, he had more. Oh well. Yeah, no. Well, it depended what he had was... at the. Sort of depended what he had at the time. You know, mm. like the once that St Kilda listed had matured, mm. they could be expansive. I mean, this the notion that all he did was shut it down mm. and lock it in and close it down. I think that's a bit unfair. I think when he had a team that was capable of, you know, taking the right. game on, he, he took it on. So, and and don't forget, for don't think for one minute that those players who were, you know, fundamental to the success they had at St Kilda, mm. under him, they are, I think there's been a degree of lobbying. On, they speak uh, uh, yeah. highly of And I think they speak to... highly to people mm. at St Kilda still yeah. about that. Um so, you know, well, here's let's, the thing. let's see. I mean, we know what he is. He's super competitive. He's got a hard edge. Um, he he creates that mm. he creates that bubble mentality, doesn't he? Yeah. That's what he does. And, you know, maybe St Kilda, maybe St. And, St. Kilda need a bit of that right and, now. And as John Boy uh, alluded to, if things do, if he does get the job and things go well and he asks for a contract extension, <laughs> I'm tipping that they'll perhaps be – They'll expedite that. Uh, I don't think that. Yes, that process a little quicker than they did last time. I do believe that is true. Uh, ICC World Cup updates. Thanks to KFC. Download the app for exclusive deal. The Netherlands are racing towards victory right now. Two for one hundred and one. Uh, halfway through mm. the sixteenth over, one twenty-two needed against the Namibian. So uh, the oh, oh, cool. look at that. He's That's a six. Absolutely pulverised. No, oh, no doubt. He hasn't got it to what? the LE. Well. You called it early, Keith. Well, you did. I thought you I was going with you. Polarised. <laughs> he did polarise. Pulver- pulverised. He just didn't quite pulverise it enough. enough. Well, we saw this with Australia yesterday. It might have been Tommy Cooper. There was a horrific was Tommy collapse Cooper. towards the later stages. Now, mm-hmm. they only need how many? They need eight runs. No, no, they, no they need 16 more. I oh, think. 16 or more. Maybe 20 more. But we'll keep an eye on that. Hey, there's a bit going on in the world of um, sports um, sponsorship at the moment. Well, that's so, true. So we know what's going on. We might have to pick up this a bit later on uh, tomorrow. Obviously, we won't have enough time now. To no, get stuck we're in running out. But, but I think you should tease it. I just I'll, we'll do it tomorrow. So we know what's going on with the diamonds uh, and uh, Hancock, um, you know, the the mining company. So there's a bit going on there. But it looks like there might be a softening of the approach there, and, and the Hancock uh, sponsorship will remain. The Alinta stuff with Cricket Australia. The, does do you get the sense? just from where we are, mm. that the players just have started taking a bit more ownership of, you know, the team and the direction, yeah. and, you know, a bit, like, a bit more. I think so. And, and I think that that's well within their rights because if you're asked to endorse yes. 
uh, indirectly because it's the endorsed plate, but you're ultimately wearing the jersey. And then what happens usually with these types of sponsorships, they'll have a sponsorship for the team and then they'll have it within that budget when they sign them on, there'll be a, a sponsorship of some of the individual players. That's right. Because they're going to ask them to do the TV ads and all the other stuff. Now, that, that that's in addition to – that's just because you're there, most of the – well, actually, I don't know with Cricket Australia whether within their contract they are obliged to do some uh, commercial stuff for the naming rights sponsor. If that's the case, then it is imperative that you are talking to the players before you sign that sponsorship. Otherwise, it's going to lead to conflict. So this will interdeal with Cricket Australia that um, Pat Cummins may or or may not have had some misgivings about. Mm. Uh, He's been sort of asked about it again today and said, no, no, I've got no issues with Linter and we're But he also said, I won't be featuring in the advertising campaign. Correct. Now, that might purely be a commercial thing, that they haven't come up with enough shillings. But... Uh, uh, you don't know, or it might be. Uh, here's a statement about my what, how I see the world, and whether or not they are a, a, a good global citizen. There, there could be all those things. All of that. So it became a bit of an issue. Pat Cummins did a press conference earlier today, and he was asked to sort of um, explain, you know, his position regarding all of that. And there'd been a bit of uncertainty about battle, and it's captain of the Australian Test team. Um, Cricket Australia subsequently put mm-hmm. out a press release. Cricket Australia is grateful to Alinta Energy and its generous sponsorship as the principal Mm. partner of the Australian men's team and platinum partner of Cricket Australia over the past four years. Cricket Australia is delighted Alinta Energy chose to extend that partnership for an extra year through to June 2023. Malcolm Conn, who's been around cricket for a long time, a quote tweeted that and said, Cricket Australia's statement on how Pat Cummins isn't running Cricket Australia policy Decisions. So, oh, well, we need to get have a bit more chat about this statement. All right.